All right, so we are live. We're on the Twitch, the Meet Me. We're also on the YouTube, so, you know, the usual. You know, I actually got sick um, probably for about a week. So, weren't able to stream for a while. I had the flu really bad. It was just this whole thing. It was really terrible. But, you know, here we are, though. We are back. Watch some videos. I found this video, um, actually. It's got Papa Gut reacting to... Um, see, it's called Sneeko Calls Out Curtis Connor for Pandering to Women. It's kind of old. I mean, it's not really that old. It's not, like, ridiculously old, but... I kind of thought it maybe it was worth a, you know, worth a watch. I don't know why. I just like anytime that little kid sneak goes on, you know, it's going to be like comedy gold. He's always freaking out. He's always making uh, kind of like a bigger deal of things than what they really are. So here we go. Let's go and play the video. Curtis Connor versus Sneeko. All right. We've been on a fun Sneeko kick lately. You know, have lots of fun, lots of laughs. Let's see what we got here. I wanted to react to. So yeah, you guys go ahead and check out Papa Gut anytime you guys have a chance. Uh, I would say that I definitely enjoy some of his content. You know, I don't agree with uh, almost everything he says, but for sure it's amusing. Just to kind of like, uh, you know, watch somebody that kind of looks like you, as my mom put it. She's like, "Hey, he kind of looks like you," and I was like. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't think he does, but you know what? Maybe that's a compliment to somebody out there, right? Why not? Here we go. To Curtis Connor, y'all. Curtis Connor is an example of YouTubers that. Oh, that's a little bit. Got him. Just say the nice thing. It's basically like new generation H3H3. They're the same. I will, I will say one thing. Okay. I just want you guys to know. Okay. Sometimes uh -oh. people just say nice things, okay? <laughs> there, there, Let's go and put it back on the screen. Somebody who said, who's like, basically, you say like virtue. Say, oh, I'm a good person. I'm a virtuous person. You should think that, even though they don't mean it. That's basically what it is. There's a, there's a difference between somebody who like lies, uh, says nice things to be like to, to put up a character in a front, but they don't really mean it. Versus that was somebody close. Who doesn't do that. Almost fucked really that nice. one up. I don't know. Curtis I did Connor. fuck that one he up. Could be, he could be the bad guy. I don't know, but some. Uh, let's go and turn it up a little bit. I think that uh, I've been having issues with uh, volume maybe being a little low. Some people just believe things. Now, may, they may also be wrong about some things that you would feel you'd think were nice. I don't know. But that doesn't mean that they're grifting, basically. Like, the argument that he's just saying it to be just for, like, attention or something is a little silly. Okay? That's the only thing that I have a problem with. I don't know Curtis Connor. Okay. <laughs> He's a politically correct comedian. Yeah, maybe he just is that person. Then we can we can make fun of him being politically correct. He looks kind of interesting though. I don't I don't know who he is either. But apparently this little kid over here, Sneeko, has a has a problem with him. Which I mean, come on, let's go ahead and uh, just cause it like we sees it here. He probably has a problem with uh, most people, right? And this Connor guy over here, he doesn't really look like the type that would. Uh, react to anything that people say about him he looks like he's just kind of like in his own lane doing his own thing not really giving a shit what anybody thinks about him which is uh respectable 
But you can see, I mean, he's got the stash going. Then he's got the mullet. So. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that he's doing it disingenuously, you know? Here, like, yeah, oh my god, look at these toxic men. And that's their way of getting. Oh, there you Moko go. Will just oh, you so, brother. Months. What's the best cookie? I don't know, my wife's. It's just like pretending like they're one of the good guys, you know, quirky, over edited okay. humor. These are the. Yeah, there are people. That, listen, I'm going to be honest with you because in my experience, there are people who will, like, who will um, pretend to care about social issues to use that for clout to try to get into like to get in people's pants or to try like it's it's a real thing i've seen it a lot there's multiple guys i've covered i always get apprehended man i don't know about all that i mean if it's true yikes i personally i don't really like talking about politics i mean there is such a thing as you know things you don't talk about to the opposite sex whenever you're trying to you know quote unquote do the mating thing quote unquote do the courting thing dating whatever and i think politics is just one of them things it's just like i mean is that, is that really a road you want to go down mm, i know i don't pensive especially people especially men who identify as feminists they make me feel like a little uncomfortable that doesn't mean that all people who are men that identify as feminists are bad but i always go i you know i i i, I tighten my purse a little bit i go hmm. i'm a little uncomfortable with you it's just because my experience has been pretty bad with people who pretend to be male feminists. They usually are the same people like Modern Warrior, right? The turtleneck emo. Probably don't know who these people are. They pretend to care about women and then they take advantage of women, right? So. First guys ever. You know what I'm saying? If you're a dude and you have a 92% female audience, all these in here. Look how many in the comments. Then there's uh -huh. something. There's a red flag. Sneeko, no offense. If you're a dude and you have a 92% male audience, there might also be a little red flag there. It could be a little weird. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's more normal to be a male with a male audience, but I just, I just don't care. Like, I just feel like this isn't really a good argument. But okay, let's just keep going. Let's keep That's going. That's a red flag for me. So this guy's talking about like the audience that you have is a red flag. If you have an all female audience, uh, I don't think I've ever had that problem personally. But for me, I think it would be a little bit nerve wracking for sure. Like. Just because, you know, my my experience with, like, female listeners, especially, like, girls I've dated in the past that choose to, like, listen to, you know, my product, it's always like, hey, let's talk about what you were talking about today, you know? Hey, what about this one part where you were talking about this or that? It's, it's a lot of uh, dissecting and having to basically defend everything that you've said you know or you might get lucky and they might be like hey i really like your viewpoints on this or that but uh not usually with guys it's it's not really too much uh too much poking i don't think does that make any sense <laughs> not too much poking he says all right back to the show if you're a dude with an all-female audience you're a panderer i just want to show you this is curtis connor these are the worst guys ever! All They're right. literally destroying my mental health! Okay, that's calm. Come on the shoulder. I hardly know. Okay, let's look at another one. So this is a picture uh, a girl posted. She says, I got a new skirt. And there's her new skirt. Alright, she looks like she... Okay, that's nice. And then, I guess uh, a girl posted... Watch. She says, I got a new skirt. And there's her okay. new skirt. And then... Look at him pretend like he doesn't know what this tweet is. This is a picture uh, a girl posted. What is the tweet? She says, I got a new skirt. I is it porn? What is the tweet supposed to be? Got a new skirt. This is Photoshop to fucking shit. Her waist. You know what I mean? I oh. don't think we can choose our audience. Oh. 
Okay. Like, are you just going to be like, you know what? You're a girl. I can't have you listening to my shit. You must have a penis. Like, I don't, I don't understand what he's trying to say here. I mean, obviously, if you cater to, like, uh, I don't know, specifically, I guess you're targeting somebody. Okay. But the guy has a video on his screen right now, and he has a really petite-looking female on there. I mean, uh, I don't know if that's what I would consider catering to women. Unless all your women have to be, you know, happen to be fucking supermodels. Every single person that watches you. Because I tell you right now, I don't think females want to see that right there. You know, somebody who's in pretty good shape. They're watching this. I don't think they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, you read my mind. This is what I wanted to consume for the day. Doesn't look like that. And this bitch like, bro, I got a new skirt. Just show off your body. Just post an ass pic. But don't justify. I got a new skirt. Is it edited? I mean, I just don't. I feel like it might not be edited. It, I mean, I don't see any warping at all. Um, now, I wouldn't lie. Maybe she's trying to be a little physically. Is it 100% edited? Maybe I just don't get it. I don't see anything. What's edited? What's the edited part here? <laughs> like a heavily. Ang it looks angled. Yeah, she's definitely hitting like the Decepticon. Maybe she's hitting the Decepticon angle. Like when you know girls do this. Take a picture from up here to hide the double chin. Guys do it too. You see it all the time. Did he know. say the Decepticon angle? Um, I like that. Okay. All right. Waists aren't that small. Some waists are that small. Why? What's? Yeah, I could totally agree with Papa Gut over here on this one. I've seen some waists that tiny before, and like uh, live in the flesh. So it is possible. It really is. Some females just got it like that. What are you going to say? What's your evidence? I'm just curious. Like, why are you... What? I don't... Like, there's no warping. She might just have... It looks like it's a, it's an angle. And then people are that skinny. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you really don't think people are skinny. Like, there are skinny people. I <laughs> okay, whatever. We're going <laughs> to... Okay. Um... It's like when bitches start like stick their whole ass and titties out, but it's my nails. Look at my new nails. That's covering over my photoshopped ass. Okay. Curtis Connor, you know what the fuck she's doing? I, I got a new skirt. She's just showing off okay. her skirt. Okay. She's just showing off her skirt. And there's her new skirt. And then I guess someone DM'd her right after and said, "Came for the tits. Don't like that. There's a personality attached to them. Unfollowed." <laughs> I mean, okay. Why? Oh, okay. Man. This is so annoying because like these are the same guys who like when a girl is like famous for like. Is she I'm understanding that that DM came from that pick. I feel like that wouldn't come from that pick. What? He has like an OnlyFans or something like that. These are the same guys who'd be like, well, Do you see the pandering? You see it? Do you understand why he has such a female audience? Because, oh my God, he's one of the good guys. He's so cute because he says what I think. Oh, do you have a personality though? And then when someone is showing a, a, a sliver of personality, the guy's like, what the fuck? I thought you were just a pair of boobs. I thought you were just, a, I thought you were literally just pissed. This guy's dream girl is literally just huh? a sentient pair of boobs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get out, this is my new girlfriend. We're a pretty good match. I'm a. Uh, is that a boob pillow? I kind of like that. I don't know. Like, where can I get me one of these booby pillows? Yeah, I don't. I don't really think he is, though. Sneeko's saying that this guy with a mullet, Curtis, is, uh, is pandering. I, I, I don't see it. I mean, am I wrong? 
I'm an INFJ personality type and she's a double D. <laughs> I'm so sad. Also, I've always hated when people like go out of their way okay. to tell. Look at like all the jokes, every single punchline of every joke, like these guys like Cody Ko, every- I mean, personally, <laughs> Curtis Connor is not for me. That's all I was- um, That's it. Okay. Fucking soft boy, and they have thumbnails like this off to the side. You see that with this font? Yikes! Oh my god, toxic. That's all the like. I think your best argument at this Curtis Connor video is that like so far he's showed up some like random weird DM to like, be like oh look at how bad this is. But it's like it's a, it's I mean, it's like a random person. It's not like a you know anybody. But whatever. Like you know what I mean? Like I'd be like okay, I would just pass on the video because it's clearly not for me. The, the, the thumbnails. It's pandering ass uh, bullshit. The whole punchline of every single joke is girls. You're, you're you have a. Per you know what? I don't understand though. Everybody watching this video. Why is he so upset, man? Like, I don't I don't understand. He's mad that this guy made a video talking about a female getting unfollowed by one of her fans because I guess basically he sees her as a pair of tits. And he's kind of like pointing, you know, the problem with that in his viewpoint. But for some reason, this little Sneeko guy is just—he's really hot and bothered over it. I don't—I don't really get it. Maybe, uh, maybe he'll tell us why. He just keeps saying he's pandering. Which I guess. Let's find out what. <laughs> what else is going on in his brain? I guess. Personality? I'm not one of the bad guys. I'm on your okay. side. Tell you that they're unfollowing you? Just do it. You know what I mean? It's happened to me so many times. I'll get a message from someone being like, "You talk about politics way too much, man. I watch your videos to escape from all that stuff." You know? Even though well, I that's the thing is like that that DM doesn't sound like it came from her posting that picture. Like she's like, "Oh, I just came to look at your tits, basically." But then I found out you had a personality. Bye. So what what did she actually post that would have prompted that? You know? I mean, it's still inappropriate, but like what? You would know? be saying shit if you were saying the stuff that I agreed with. You just lost a follower. Okay. When did it become like for woke liberals too to dress like rednecks? He's got a mullet and a mustache, and still like my eight percent fucking female audience is okay. still saying he's fine, but he's not funny, bro. This is a fucking nose ring and a trucker mullet and this weird okay. stash. That's what makes you fine. You look goofy every day. Them in Brooklyn looks like this. Hey man, bye. I don't fucking care. Okay. Oh, I also got a lot of those. He's also just ragging on the way the guy looks. I mean, I, I've never been a fan of that. I feel like if you're going to trash somebody, trash them other than something physical. I feel like that's way too easy. And you just kind of come off like an idiot. Those messages when I made a second coming joke about Jesus. So you just can't please everybody, you know? I think it's a good example of how if you're not that funny, you can over edit the fuck out of your videos and make it funny. Cody Ko's okay. Cody Ko's okay. Cody Ko does do this shit too, though. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, oh, yeah. Why is he always yelling, though? Is it because he doesn't have a microphone? Is that what it is? He feels like if he doesn't talk really fucking loud, like they're not going to pick up on what he's saying. I don't know. It's, it's fucking crazy to me. Why does he do that? Girls, okay. you're not just objects. Come to the good side. But Jesus can. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, so this next one, uh, incel replies will often okay. uh, take a screenshot of another Twitter account where, uh, you know, they'll post a pic of, like, some girl, and then they'll ask their followers, how do you open? What, what is your opening line to this girl to get her in? Okay. You know, they'll post a pic of, like, some girl, and then they'll ask... You're at a restaurant. You saw this girl staring at you. How do you open? Stop, please. I'm with my wife. You know what I mean? Ask <laughs> their followers, how do you open? I probably wouldn't say anything. I'd just be like, hmm. They're probably not staring at me. There's probably like, uh, maybe the second coming of Jesus just walked in behind me. Maybe that's what it is. You know, just chalk it up to that and just keep it moving. I mean, I, I just don't understand why you would put too much thought into that. 
especially if you're like out with somebody. Now, if you're not out with anybody, then uh, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not really social, though. That's a that's a rough one for me. I'm a terrible person to ask a question like that, though. What is your opening line to this girl to get her interested in you? Drew made a video about uh, this dude. This is one of the same dudes. All okay, Drew Gooden. Okay, these soft boys. This is not Drew. Um, forgot their fucking names. What's the it's right in front. <laughs> it's right in front of us. This is funny. Drew Gooden. Oh, what is this fucking guy's name? This is look at the screen, bro. <laughs> Holy the shit, it one, really does say Drew Gooden on the screen. It's like the soft, friendly, non-threatening white boy could just do commentaries that are so fucking long. They get Dude, you know what's so weird? I really wouldn't have... Sneeko is constantly id-polling, bro. I really am surprised. He's constantly talking about, like, identity politics. Like, when he's chatting with Destiny, he's like, you're just white. You're, it's like, I would not expect that from a more conservative-leaning person. I, I, It's like kind of pussy shit. I'm not trying to be rude. I, it's like, why are, you, uh, why are you constantly talking about... He's kind of infatuated, though, with uh, pointing out people's races, I guess. Well, which he, he doesn't really do that with his, his black homies. Not that I've noticed. He's never been like, hey, fresh and whatever the other guy's name is black. Never been like, hey, they're black. They're black. They're black. But yeah, he just kind of does point that out quite a bit that whenever they are white, I guess, of the, of the lighter tone. About fucking race. It's weird. You're like obsessed with it. Anytime someone doesn't agree with you, you always bring out the race card. It's so bizarre. It's really bizarre. It's just weird, bro. Come on. Like, you're not, I don't know. It's weird to me. Millions of views and they have all female audience because they're just like non threatening men. There's a yeah. generation of girls now that don't ever want to. Personally, I love to threaten women. That's what I'm. So let me get this straight, though, homie. What you're saying is if you're non threatening in the way that you look, the way that you present yourself, all of a sudden, females are just going to flock to your your videos, flock to your channel, you know, and everything else you're putting out there on the internets. Hmm. I don't know if I buy that. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. But uh, is there any evidence to this? Or are you just going to keep pointing to people that you're just going to keep categorizing in the same type of, you know, box? Somehow it just kind of goes with whatever agenda you're trying to swing here. I'm not buying it. I don't know. Call me crazy. I'm going for it. <laughs> you make me feel unsafe. And so they like these just like pussy men. Guys who look like they're 14 even though they're 20. Wait, don't you think it's weird that if girls like if you actually are you think if you're acknowledging like that girls are like really don't like aggressive looking uncomfortable guys. And they're like, yeah, I'd rather gravitate towards somebody that I feel is harmless. You th maybe that shows like a problem with some other men. I, I think, you know. I'm just saying. I mean, like, I the, again, these guys aren't. You know, the way he's talking, though, wouldn't he be talking about himself as well? He could probably put himself in that box. I mean, I wouldn't sit here and ever believe that Sneeko is threatening or is harmful <laughs> in any type of way. He just he looks like um, he looks like a nice guy with issues. Aren't for me. I wouldn't really watch their content. It's doesn't. It's not at all for me. It seems really dumb. But I mean, just because I think something is dumb doesn't mean that like I, you know what I mean? Like I don't really give a fuck. Okay. Eight types of tweets a little while back. So go watch that. But let's just look at this one first. Okay. okay? God damn it. 
You're heading towards a cafe to grab a quick lunch, but you notice this young woman. She notices you noticing her. How do you open? All right. Uh, how do I open with that? Um, I just, I just wouldn't. I feel like anytime you want to talk to a woman, you know, it's kind of like Occam's razor. I believe the simplest response is probably the best. Just, hey, what's up? How's it going? You know, just kind of look at them. You know, the more you look at them like that, the better shot you have. So you got to do the creepy stare for a while. And tilt your head slightly while you're doing it. Yeah, everything will just work out great if you just follow those uh, those tips. Guaranteed. It's not my type. I don't know. You know, even if it, well, I would be too afraid. Oh, so. I think it's hilarious when people say that somebody's not their type. Like, do you imagine how many people are you just pushing away? How many people out there are not getting a fair shake just because you decided one day when you woke up? I have a fucking type. Personally, I don't have a type. So I feel like uh, whenever I do encounter females, everybody's getting a fair shot. And I'm actually looking at more than just, uh, hey, look, she has a pretty face. <laughs> look at her body, you know. Sometimes it's like, man, does this bitch have some fucking intelligent thought to say ever? Can she make me laugh? I feel like those are more important sometimes than just, uh, oh my gosh, she has a fat booty. <laughs> it's not really my type, though. Uh, but okay, how would how would you guys open? Nice tits. Got him. <laughs> I don't know. And this guy says, me. My dear God, woman, are you Aphrodite reincarnated? You have a face crafted by the gods or the finest surgeons. Ow. Her, would you like... <laughs> Dude, you would have been better saying you have nice fucking tits. <laughs> <laughs> you man, might as well just say, hey, you want to have sex? This That's wild, man. Like, this guy in the video, he's got, like, nothing but these reaching compliments. I mean, I don't know if that would ever work. Say you're talking to a female and you're like, hey, my dear God, woman, are you Aphrodite reincarnated? You have a face crafted by the gods or the finest surgeons. I mean, she kind of just sounded like you're telling her she's fucking fake as shit, you know? Her face is crafted by the finest surgeons. I don't know if a woman would, would find that complimentary. Just saying. I don't think so. <laughs> this is horrible. Dude, what is this guy doing? You know what you could do? There's a bunch of different ways you could approach it. It really depends on your style. Me personally, like if I, was, if I thought somebody was attractive in public, I'd walk up to the day and say, uh, hey, listen. I was like, hey, listen, I find you attractive. Like, uh, let me give you your number or, like, or something like that. I don't know. I don't really talk. I don't date anymore. I'm out of the fucking game. But I probably just like walk up to some random girl. Like, if I thought she was cute, like, hey, listen, like, I think you're cute. I'm just going to give you my number. You don't have to fucking text me. Yeah, I kind of agree with Papa Good on this one. Like, uh, I feel like the more you uh, the more you put yourself out there, probably the worse it's going to go. When approaching a female... It's definitely non-threatening to give her your number. Because you're not like, hey, can I have your number? Because then you make it awkward. You know what I mean? Or I think uh, I think a lot of guys like to do that. Hey, put your phone number in here. You know, you give them your phone. You tell them to put their phone number in there. You hit that 
hit that send button, right? The call button. Quickly do you find out <laughs> if they're playing fucking games with you, you know? <laughs> I'm not going to lie, though. I did that the other day. I went to... Uh, <laughs> went to this doctor's office there was a cute nurse you know uh, i'm kind of i'm kind of talking shit she wasn't a nurse she's uh she's one of them women that work in the office i don't know what you call them they wear scrubs but um you know they they didn't go to school for like four fucking years you know what i'm saying and i kind of did that thing i was like uh hey put your number in here but uh i'm not even a cap you guys you know what what followed after that a couple of days later i decided to call her Nothing but crickets. No text message, no nothing. So that's going to be an awkward return to, you know, the office next time I go up there. You know what I'm saying? No, it's not even the receptionist. It's more like, uh, I don't know, the office worker, the medical personnel. I don't know. You, you guys know what I'm talking about. Anyways, though, we're, uh, we're, on, we're on YouTube right now. Watching Papa Guts reaction. Apparently, Sneeko's calling out Curtis Connor for pandering to women. If you don't know what that is, you know what? I don't really know what it is either. But uh, people love these YouTube fucks. So we're watching the video. And we're just kind of talking about it. That's all I would say. And I'd be like, all right, peace out. That's all I would really do. You know? Hey, let's fuck. Got him. You know? I hand her a card that says 911. I'd say, you better run. No, I wouldn't do that. Um, that's how I would do it. I'm also like a big guy that's like very threatening to a lot of women. So like it's it, you know, I'm like a physically six foot four large guy. That's like, you know what I love about watching this guy pop a gut. Every time there's um some type of talk to be had about dating or anything, he's always like Romeo. You know, he's got nothing but suave things to say to females. He always talks about how it's so easy. I mean, let's not even talk about the way he looks, right? Not in a negative way, anyways. The guy says he, he claims to be like 6'4", 6'5". Probably like, I don't know, 400 pounds or something. So he's a big guy. But, uh, but yeah, anytime you watch Papa Gut, man, there is a conversation to be had about picking up the ladies. You know, according to Papa Gut, he is smooth as silk. I don't know if I buy into that. This is one time he claimed to fuck three bitches in one fucking day. Now, I don't know if I've ever done that. Like, I don't even want to compare myself to the great Papa Gut. Because apparently he's a pimp daddy, you know? <laughs> but um, I definitely would not ever sit here and say that dealing with the female species is at, you know, any point fucking easy. Whether you're dating, whether you're just fucking trying to have a conversation with a man. I want to say it many a times. It's just like pulling fucking teeth. Like, so it makes my dynamic of dating a little bit different. So like, I have to come off like really slow. Younger guys, probably like less intimidating looking guys like Sneeko could probably walk up to a girl and be a little more smooth. I don't really have that opportunity. Um, you know, everybody's got their style. Personally though, this is really cringe. What this person's saying. I like to feel my silicone. Me, you're. Would you like to feel my silicone? Me, your breasts. Oh, he's joking. He must be just joking. Would you like to feel my silicone? <laughs> your lips or your butt? That's a fact. That girl is complete plastic. And 
Kurt's okay. gonna defend her. This Maybe? doesn't look like a real person. That's like a Snapchat filter. Everything is fake, and he's gonna be like, "Whoa, how are you so?" Another. Now he's talking about women being fake as far as their appearance goes. I don't. I don't know if I would ever call a female fake. And you know, I've seen quite a few body parts or prostheses devices come off of females. And we're not talking about like, hey, man, she's got a fucking nub. You know, she's got a she's got a forearm that, that's detachable. Now we're talking about more like, hey, she's got butterfly size eyelashes that are coming off right now because it's nighttime. And that's just what happens. <laughs> nah, the bitch has some spanks. Like, uh, even that, I mean, is I don't know. Is it a bad thing? Is it a good thing? It just kind of feels like these are the times in which we live. Plastic yes, yeah, makeup. I guess she kind of looks... Was, how do you, she looks very makeup, I guess. Open, not... How do you think the conversation would go with this woman in your dreams? You know what I mean? I swear to God, like, 90% of the responses rely on the girls replying in, in a way that they would never fucking reply ever in a million years. Well, I do think that that's the joke. Dude, no shot any girl would say... I think that guy was just trying to make a backhanded comment about her looks. Um, What I would have said is, like, hey, it's kind of cringe that an account will find random girls, post them on the internet... And then guys will use that as a, as a platform to just like criticize the way that that girl looks in like a weird way. Oh, what would you say on the date? Wow, you're a fake fucking silicone titty bitch. You know what I mean? It's like, why? What are you doing? It's kind of it's just kind of embarrassing that that's what you would reply to on your Twitter. You know what I mean? I think it's kind of fucked up that uh, people talk about people like that. You know? Because I mean, come on, let's be honest here. Plastic surgery just. You know, facial reconstruction, body reconstruction of any kind. It's, I wouldn't say it's uh, cheap, for sure. So, how much of the population that actually looks like that is actually putting themselves through that and has the money to put up to go through said surgery and, you know, transformation? I don't think there's a lot, man. I think we're kind of reaching whenever we sit here and, you know, we see these model-looking people running around. I definitely would say that we're, you know, as a society, I think as a community even, we're, we're reaching for sure whenever we're like, hey, that girl over there has a perfect fucking body. You know, her skin is as smooth as a baby's asshole. Like, you know, I hate to burst your bubble, man, if you're one of those people out there that, that just go around shitting on these these individuals that I guess the world kind of deems as perfect, quote-unquote, you know? You know, there's a lot of people out there that, that put in a lot of hard work as far as going into the gym, um, what they take in as far as uh, calories and food intake and they really watch what they consume. You know, no sodas here. No this, no that. I mean, it's a, it's a strict lifestyle. So maybe, though, call me crazy, but maybe if you're willing to endorse something like that yourself, maybe that's something that uh that you could eventually turn into, right? One of these, these unicorns out in the world that people call fake. <laughs> It, that's just weird. 
Like, why is that what you're doing all day? I just look at dumb bullshit memes. Like, you're replying on a Twitter. Uh, like making fun of women it just feels weird i don't know like why, maybe, we're making fun of even men if girls do this to guys too i haven't seen it but if they do that to you like, you're weird like what's wrong with you you know imagine they grab a picture of me like wow look at that big fat fucking balls i'm like yeah it's true i got big big balls yeah 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 would you like to feel my silicone and another thing like these pickup lines but are why are you taking these tweet jokes seriously but you know women really do talk shit about guys like that as well like, you know, maybe not to that extent, but for sure, there's females out there that they do talk about men that are just fucking jacked to the gills, fucking full of steroids and maybe work out way too much and, you know, have these these eating habits. You know, I, I think with guys, though, I think that they probably eat a lot more if they're ginormous. I mean, I've met some of these females that are quote unquote bodybuilders. They can throw down, man, when it comes to eating. But anyways, though, when it comes to these women talking shit about guys, I mean, girls talk shit about guys, too. They're like, hey, man, you're fat. You're bald. You know, they just look at you and they just kind of let you have it if they want. Which is mostly about physical appearance, I would say. Because especially if you don't know somebody, I mean, uh, I mean, how much could you possibly say about that person, especially if they're not opening their mouth and openly communicating with you in some type of way? Why? Um, what do the girls think of this? 8%, talk to me. What do you think of him? Okay. Oh, my God, these incels. Yeah, look, I was talking to an incel, and incel, yeah, you see what I'm saying? I guess. Uh, five two balding genders hit the nail on the head with these commentary guys having a 95% female audience being a red flag, pandering guys with nothing interesting to say. All their videos are exactly like this. Okay. All, every single one is just, oh, yeah, look at these other bad guys. But I'm one of the good ones. I'm a non-threatening white guy. Shut Never mind. Like he said I'm a non-threatening white guy. Oh, my gosh. <coughs> I don't understand what his obsession is with color. You know, people make fun of me because I, I tell everybody, you know, I don't, I don't see color. And I've had women just get so angry at me when I'm like, yeah, I don't see race or color or any of that shit. I think it's stupid. So I kind of feel like uh, as a species, we should be more evolved than that. Like if you're basing whether or not you're going to spend time with somebody or possibly even date somebody based off of what they look like and the color of their skin and maybe some of these uh, preconceived uh, stereotypes of how people are just because of the way they look. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's that's crazy, you guys. Like, why? Why do you do that? That's so wild. I don't understand. But uh, unfortunately, though, this, this is the world we live in, though, where there are a lot of people out there like that that are just... They see something, and they're they're going to give their fucking opinion on it. Even though it's just, if it's the same thing, you know, somebody else said, nobody gives a shit. It's like, oh, we're just going to go around stereotyping the shit out of everybody. Why not? It's everybody just have a stereotype and party, right? Why not? Sounds like a wonderful idea. Everybody does it, right? <laughs> you have to be white, Sneeko. What is your obsession with race? It's insane to me. It's really weird. I've, I've, I've never in my entire, I haven't heard a fucking bullshit. T dude, 
TikTok white TikTok girls bring up whiteness less than Sneeko. That's just saying something. The first person to virtue signal about fucking race is a goddamn white girl. Well, a white non-binary person on TikTok. <laughs> Holy fuck. I don't understand. Why do you bring it up so much? Like a condescending or insulting tone like underneath everything they say. Wow, you look so beautiful. You're prettier than a pile of garbage. Okay. Thank you, I guess. No problem. Hey, speaking of a pile of garbage. And then for all the ugly girls watching this, they just be like, oh my God, Curtis is like my boyfriend. Who do you like? He, this guy tours and stuff like that. Who do you think is coming out to his what? shows? It's all fucking girls. They make that bag, I guess, right? Who just Snapchat him. And it's like, you pretend that it's it's stand-up comedy, but it's just like an internet. It's kind of like One Direction or those... Fuck, who hey, what's wrong with One Direction? <laughs> those group of uh, TikTok boys before TikTok. What was it? Oh my God, what was that group? That's what it is. Actually, boys? What are you talking about? If you have a 95% female audience at a stand-up comedy show, you're not funny. Where'd you get your outfit? If your audience is 95% female at a stand-up show, you're not funny, according to Sneeko. I mean, where's he getting his statistics from, though? That's kind of what I'm curious about. So, I, I want to say that there is a lot of stand-up comedians out there that probably do have... You know what? There's 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 a little bit. There's the proud few. I will I will go as far as that because you know there's a lot of stand up comedians that aren't really that attractive, and it's not really an attractive game though. It's more like, uh, hey, are you funny? <laughs> like nobody's coming to watch you at a stand up show because of the way you look. I mean, come on, let's be honest here. It's not a beauty contest. It's not. It's not one of them things where people show up. Because of the snacks. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's because you're fucking hilarious. It's because you're amusing, you're entertaining, something like that. I mean, you know, he's right, because women aren't funny. So by association, if most of your audience is, is women, then you can't be funny. I mean, that's just the logic follows itself. <laughs> no, but in all honesty, like, who cares? Like, I, I just, who cares? Not for nothing, though, too. Like, you know what's one of the things, too, is that, like, um, comedy is very, it's obviously subjective, but it's also very, stand-up comedy is very hard. So, like, I don't know. If you're doing well in stand-up comedy, and a lot of comics actually respect uh, non, um, my understanding, like non-edgy comics, because it's I think I think that's the hardest. Com it's easy to go on stage and make fun of like a group of people. Like honestly, it's funny, it's easy, it's provocative, you know. It, it, but going up like someone like Mike Perbiglia, you ever watch him? Like it's he's like just makes fun of himself. He's fun. It's it's so. I don't know if I agree with that though. I don't know if uh, people necessarily find non-edgy comics better than edgier comics. You know, I, I did watch this uh, this fella. His name's D.L. Hughley. The great D.L. Hughley once said, if you're not making everybody in the fucking room uncomfortable, you're not doing your job. I can't say that I don't agree with that. I mean, that's kind of like what I think of when I think of the great comics. Or any comic that is going to rise above mediocrity is taking chances, saying things that probably necessarily isn't going to jive with what everybody else is thinking or feeling. So, of course, there's going to be like a lot of uncomfortableness and a lot of like, oh, did he say that? So I feel like, you know what, if that's, his, that's going on, you're probably headed in the right direction. Just my own two cents. Oh, I feel like that's so hard to do. You know? I feel like it's like a much more difficult thing to do. I don't know. Okay, man, I'm, I'm gonna go. You're an asshole. You're being a fucking prick, okay? You're ugly. You're an ugly guy. 
You have nothing. I, I wish nothing but the worst for you and everyone in your life for the rest of time. I would never, ever. Every single joke has the same punchline. Okay. It's okay, girls. I'm one of the good guys. Like I'm yeah. not like the others. Me too. I have sex with you. Ever. I would, even if I had to just kiss you to save the lives of every single person on this planet, I wouldn't do it. I'd let everybody go fucking dead before I even thought, before I even thought of putting my lips on yours in any capacity. Okay. Oh. I hope you fucking die. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. See you later. Another classic pickup. All right, let's look at another classic pickup. Was that funny or was it just music over it? You're at the beach relaxing from an entire week of what? Was that like, was there anything? An entire week of what? Funny about that? You're at the beach relaxing from an entire week of intense hustle. Oh. You spot this young woman. Check <laughs> this has to be a joke. Dude, come on. This one's so obviously a joke. You're at the beach. Yeah, it's probably millennial humor or not even millennial. That's like Gen Z boomer, whatever. Not Those are two of it. Like Gen Z like humor probably. You're at the beach relaxing from an entire week of intense hustle. <laughs> Bro, come on. This one is obviously just a joking like stupid troll on high value man. You spot the... How do you open? Pass. She has a stupid nose ring. <laughs> do you too have a drama. fucking nose true. ring? That means you have too much true, drama. True. Girls with nose really? rings are crazy. It's true. You know that. Jeez. Okay, hold on. Does she even have a nose ring? Hey, you have a nose ring too. <laughs> Standing for nose ring. Standing for nose ring. I can't even, I can't even see a nose ring. <laughs> this guy must have like zoomed. Does it matter though if people have nose rings? I don't know. I don't think it's ever been like a... A deal breaker for me, I don't believe. Zoomed in and enhanced like every fucking inch of the photo, dude. I don't. See oh my that. god, these guys are such incels. Holy, they did what? Like maybe there's a septum piercing? Oh. Is that also what does too much drama mean? I have a nose ring, but I'm not dramatic. I mean, I took drama all through high school and then I dropped out of university okay. in the first. Maybe if you took drama all through high school, you're probably a little dramatic. I'm just saying, dude. All right, it comes with the territory. I'm just like, if I took uh, do women actually believe that guys with nose rings are sexy or cute or? "Quote unquote attractive." I don't think I would ever get one, just because. What if, though, right? What if you decide not to have one? I mean, there's just so many things that could happen, you guys, when it comes to piercings. Yeah, I I used to have my ears pierced, and uh, a couple other areas on my ears were just uh, you know stabbed in a way where you know you could insert a piece of jewelry in there. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I decided not to wear earrings anymore. Now it's just weird. There's a lot of different things that happens when you just stop wearing jewelry in your ears. Comedy, I'd be funny. Fortunately, I didn't take comedy classes. You know? Or if I took English, I'd speak good. No. Three days to pursue the performing arts, but I'm not. It's just over edited. Like, actually break down and see if this is funny. Is it just a bunch of sound effects or is it actually good? Not dramatic, okay? I did all that before I had a nose. Whatever, dude. So, check me. I think, like, the real red flag emoji is zooming in on a picture of a stranger and then being like, Nah, she has a nose ring. That's too much drama for me. Also, this isn't fucking real. Like, why does. I, like, listen, I don't like the over edited stuff either, but, like, why? I guess he just doesn't like Curtis Connor. This, <laughs> this is a tweet. This is a. Chat, you laughing? You know, they're, they're talking shit about his editing that he's, he did with his video they were watching here. I don't know if I have a problem with that, though. Here's the thing, you guys. Anytime somebody edits, like maybe, uh, I don't know if you actually understand how long and time-consuming it is to edit a piece of fucking video that you're watching. And this video that we're watching is apparently, let's see, how long is this? 
So this one looks like it's probably about 12 minutes, 15 minutes. I mean, he's putting a lot of stuff into it. You know, he's slowing it down. He's put music. Uh, he has a lot of different effects going on. I mean, I can tell you from personal experience, you know, he put put in some fucking work. And these guys are shitting on him for it. It's just one of them cases of uh, you can't make everybody happy, though. Haters going to hate type of shit. You laughing? When you really break it down, you laughing? In a hypothetical situation. Well, I mean, I imagine that you guys are probably not his. I'm not laughing. My audience is not laughing, I don't think. Some of you, if you are laughing, you could res- kindly and respectively leave the chat. Never come back. I'm just <laughs> no, but... <laughs> Here's the thing, though, you guys, like, he's getting upset that people are laughing or he's just doing one of them things like, I don't know who would find this shit funny. Here's the thing with comedy, though. It doesn't necessarily have to be funny, right? Like, call me crazy, but not all comedians are funny, right? I would say a lot of them are entertaining. Like, everything that comes out of somebody's mouth isn't going to be your cup of tea. And believe me, man. I personally, I think I'm fucking hilarious. Just saying. There's a lot of people out there, unbeknownst to me, I've come across these fuckers, and they do not find me hilarious at the least. So, yeah. Imagine in my surprise coming across these fucks and then being like, what do you mean I'm not funny? What do you, what do you, what do you mean, man? So... That is what it is. It's not, not for everybody, you know? On Twitter. And then, and then you go, nah, not for me. A nose ring? Oh, what do you want me to do? You want me to get on one knee and propose with a nose ring? That's a little ridiculous. But hey, what do I know? All right, let's take a look at another text comment. That was actually funny. What do I know? <laughs> that, <actually, laughs> that one kind of got me. That one actually did kind of get me because I like that kind of dumb fucking it daddy would get you. That is right up my it alley. Would. Oh, excuse me. I like that white dad humor. Uh, what, what the fuck's going on here? What, white dad like, humor? Oh, everything's what white. What does that mean? You know? Just over-editing and stuff like that. Effects and stuff like that. You know, now that he brings up white dad humor, I'm actually kind of curious, though, because I've heard a lot of women say lately, um, I like I like dad jokes. I like dad jokes. No idea what the fuck that means. Is that just another way of saying that you like corny shit? Is that what it means? I have no idea. Mm-mm. I don't know. That it's not actually funny. It leave. just distracts yep. your senses. It's overload of captions, zoom ins, and this. And yep. so you're just you're you're entertained. But this is this yep. is the laugh you do when you watch Curtis Connor. You laugh when you watch Curtis Connor? What the hell, dude? Come on, what do you cringe? <laughs> Isn't that just what we all do now? We all just go. <laughs> you know what's crazy though about watching this whole thing? This guy has done nothing. He's done nothing but shit on this guy. Stiko has done nothing but shit on Curtis. And here's here's the thing, though. When I watch this, I'm like, he's watching it. You know, he's he's watching it, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, he may be talking all the shit he wants. But at the end of the day, he is sitting down and watching this guy and his product to its entirety. I mean, that's got to be a compliment in itself, right? Talk all the shit you want. But you're watching me, though, right? Like, how bad could I possibly be? Aren't you not entertained? Are you not entertained? I mean, come on. 
That's funny. Like that, I feel like like I, and also by the way, I think we're severely underestimating the nose. Again, I don't think this guy's funny, but like whatever. The the nose laugh. <laughs> that's 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 just the, the that's opening the floodgates. Ha. That's it. Hey, are you on? Please text me. I'm in pain. What? My testicles are swelling. Wow. I really need to see you in three normal full body pics of you. Please help. Oh my god, dude. Horny men are the worst. Bro, wow. that, what are you doing? Usually guys will ask for nudes, but it's like, it's somehow creepier to ask for like three normal full body pics, you know? That's, that's way more sinister for some reason. I mean, it's gross. Dude, this guy is not fucking lying. I just talked about this the other day. Women will literally get upset if you ask them for a full body picture of them. Like, if you're like, hey, hey, bro, like, uh, let me get a full picture of you so I can take you all in. They're like, oh. You might as well have just like curb stop the fucking baby, bro, because she's about to get mad. For real. Like, let alone, like, they always bitch about like dudes asking for, for nudes or can I get a titty pick? <laughs> but if you're not doing any of that, if you're just like, yo, you know, because I met you off an app, right? And most of your pictures are like doing this bullshit, like, Angle, angle, filter, 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 blah, 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 blah. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not about that life where I'm going to sit here and believe that these fucking bullshit ass pictures with filters are real. I mean, I have literally seen videos with filters, you guys, where the face is just like morphine. You know, it's like getting skinnier, you know, and it's it's doing some weird fucking, I don't know. Some some wizardries going on, you know. There's there's some like santeria going on in the fucking videos of these these women that are capturing this shit on their phones. So excuse me if I don't believe what I'm actually seeing on the screen. But yeah, when you ask these females for a full body picture, you might as well have just started World War Three. You know, you those are fighting words, homie. Either way, they just they caress somebody they don't even know. I mean, that's that's the main focus of I would kind of focus on. You shouldn't be doing that. But oh, it would be crazy though if that was like legit the only way he could fix that problem. You know, doctor, please, this is an emergency. I need help. My, my testicles they're swelling. Look. Whoa, yeah. Ah, that's the boing sound effect. <laughs> uh, those things are about to burst. I uh. Ah, balls bursting. I would hate to be you right now. <laughs> Come on, man. Sorry, sorry. Curtis, you're so non-threatening. I like you and your mustache. Hey man, I'm just busting your balls. Or I bet you wish I was. <laughs> Come on! Sorry, it's a little doctor humor. It's like passive-aggressive. It's the same type of humor that girls have. The same exact, like, oh, wow, like, take it down a notch. This, this is their humor. You're at a... I mean, maybe. I don't know if I've ever observed a woman's humor, but if that's what it is. This guy's Sneeko, man. He's just... He's all over him, man. Like, just suck him off already. It just kind of seems like what he what he wants to do. At this point, it's like he, he's, he's riding that dick pretty hard on the opposite end. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's two different dick, dick riders here. You know what I'm talking about? There's the one that'll ride that dick till it falls off because they're a fanboy. And then there's the ones that'll ride that fucking dick just because they don't like you. And every, every time you're, you're, you're putting out something new, every time you're saying something, every time you, you're trying to do your own thing, they're right there, ready to talk about you and watch. Oh, he's doing this. Uh-oh. Get them, boys. You know what I'm saying? It's unfortunate, you know, people like that exist. But you know what? 
everybody's a fan, even if they don't realize it, right? I mean, if you're you're watching me, you're hating on me, you're talking shit, you're looking at me, you're listening. I mean, are you or are you not a fan? You might be talking some shit, but I mean, are you not a fan? Because I mean, there's not really much people I pay attention to. Like, if I don't like somebody, you know, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it back a second. Just because that doesn't make any sense to me. What I did mean to say is I'm kind of busy doing my own thing that I don't really pay attention to too much else. So anytime I'm doing a streaming thing, if I happen to come across something and I'm watching it, it's just for entertainment purposes only just to make material. I mean, that's all it is. It's not anything more than that. If you're reading too much into it, you're fucking wrong. (laughs) Wouldn't that make sense as to why women like him? Like, I don't understand. What's the joke, Sneak? Oh, what's the criticism? <laughs> Ten? Let's bring it down to a three. This happens okay. all the time, okay? All you need to do is look at three normal full-body pics of a woman. Okay, yeah, that, that seems easy enough. Are, are, are you going to show me those pictures? Oh, no, sorry. That isn't covered by your insurance, okay? But, true. Uh, that is true, though. The American healthcare system doesn't... Oh, uh, look pro- at that. That's fucking awesome. This Curtis Connor guy, he has his own t-shirt. I like that. That's cool. Probably not cover it, even, if, even though it is an actual medical... Uh, one day we're striving to get some merch. Rainbow Hamster Media. That's going to be fucking hot, man. It really is. Maybe. Maybe it might be. Thing. It's true. It's a medical need. I need to see your tits. You know, send them to me. Okay? As long as you're 25 and older, I think is that's probably it. I don't want too young. I don't like young girls. Um I'm going to say I'm more in the if you're 30 plus. You know what? Don't send them to me at all. I'm married, but you can't trust these young girls, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to get in so much trouble. <laughs> Show you what is covered by your insurance. Skip chat. Like, you got the whole chat laughing, Curtis, and your fucking sound effects and your zoom-ins. They all want to skip. Well, look, he's got stand-up comedy. I'm going to watch a little bit more. He has a stand-up comedy clip. And this shit got me really tight back when I was doing stand-up because I'm like, what the fuck is this? You just see the front, and it's all Gen Z. Ah, ah. Uh, oh, really? Wait, that's dude, that's so weird. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Like, I, I feel like comedians are usually like more respectful of each other that go on stage, even if it's not their humor. Because they're like, okay, I respect getting on. Dude, that's got to be so... Man, that's fucking wild. Like, are you going to talk shit about somebody who gets on stage? You know, I've, I've kind of spoke on this a couple of times. It's it's pretty rough, it looks like, to get up in front of everybody, even if it's just like a minute or 30 seconds or whatever time they give you. Like, if you got the balls to get up there and somebody has... I would say you don't have any balls if you're going to talk shit about somebody who who's trying. You know what I'm saying? Now, completely understand not everybody's your cup of tea, but... If you're just blatantly seeking out somebody, doing something, just to shit on them, like that is your, that's your MO. That's, that's why you're there. You're just going around following this person on the internets just for the sole purpose of shitting on this person. I don't know, man. That's pretty sad. Like, I, I, I will never sit here and just blatantly just shit on somebody just because they're they're doing something and they're they're grinding it out, they're trying, right? Because there's a lot of people out there, believe it or not, you know, there's a lot of people out there not not doing much of nothing. They just go around worrying about what everybody else is doing, and when it comes to themselves, they're not trying to do much of nothing. 
You know, they just want to shit on everybody else and their dreams and their hopes. <laughs> I don't know. I, I find something completely awful about that. Like, it's just, it's fucked up, man. You know, another thing, though, you know, just, just one more thing on that. You know, if you don't have any dreams in life, I don't know, there's something wrong with you. Like, that's probably the best reason for living is just to be able to have the, the ability to chase your dreams. Like, I don't know where I would be if I didn't have any fucking dreams. I probably wouldn't even get out of fucking bed in the morning, you know. Not that I get out of bed anyways in the morning. Kind of like more like afternoon-ish. So, yeah. so hard to get on stage. Even bombing a set is like you're get on, getting on stage in front of people. That's so much harder than doing this. You know, I'm surprised that you don't have like any level of respect for him just getting on the stage. You know, ah, Curtis, it sounds like you might be coping a little bit. Like that's not stand up comedy if you have your phone out. Oh, shit. <laughs> nothing, nothing. You have oh. no insurance, so I can't do anything. Are you serious? Oh, All right. Whoa, that's uh, cool. This what is like a perfect example of somebody who relies on editing. You could do this too, chat. If you want a YouTube commentary channel, banner to bitches, put a bunch of effects, make the video 20 minutes, boom. And also be Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with Sneeko on this just because it supports the the the, the lazy reaction channels that I am. Alright, guys. Editing is cringe. Okay? That is why I don't edit and I just do full reactions. Boom. Got it. You know, I've talked about this before, though, but I feel like editing is essential to making, you know, streaming content is kind of like what you want to do is you want to try to get maybe an hour, two hours plus, you know, and then chop that fucking video up. Try to go through it. Try to comb through it. Try to find like anything, any fucking, you know, point in the video that might be fucking amusing to somebody out there. <laughs> Once you find those bits and pieces... Then you're going to want to chop that shit up and make them standalone videos. So, you know, they get their own thumbnail, they get their own title, blah, 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 blah. And boom, man, there you go. You got four, you got five or plus more videos from that long ass stream that you did. So instead of just coming out with just one long ass streaming video, you got a bunch of little, you know, clips little standalone videos that maybe people that didn't have, you know, the time or the desire really to, to sit down and watch your whole stream for whatever reason, maybe they'll want to watch the, uh, the smaller videos. And then from those videos, they'll be like, Oh, you know what? Man, it's not so bad. Let me check out some more videos. And then boom, there you go. Right. Maybe you have like another subscriber or fan or something. Fuck. If I know, I don't have any fans on YouTube yet. Apparently, I got one on Twitch. I don't know who it is, but I want to say maybe they're a robot. Guys, Sneeko said it. I didn't fucking say it, so. But he's right, and he's based, and he's red-pilled, okay? And he's sus. Editing is cringe. A white guy who's non-threatening. Oh, my God. Stop at the white guy shit. Mullet. Bank. Let's get back to some hypothetical pickup lines. You're on vacation with your relatives at a ski resort, yeah. escaping for a few days from the chaotic city life that you're used to. As okay. you head up the snowy mountain, you spot this cute girl. Your okay. eyes meet hers. I mean, you, you get the formula now. You just re It's repeating the same formula. Yeah. Guy says That's mostly what everybody does for all their content. But okay. Something objectifying women. <laughs> and then he defends them and makes the girl feel good again. And yeah. you crack a yeah. smile. It's cringe. You but I would just not want. I kind of agree with Papa Gut on this one. 
Like, you kind of find what works for you, and you just ride that fucking train, man. Right? You ride that train till the wheels fall off. And I, I kind of feel like that's what everybody does, you know? You, you find what works, and you get rid of what doesn't. Because as soon as you find that one thing that works for you, you're, you're basically off to the races. Watch it. Me. I don't think Curtis is being disingenuous. I think this is just his comedy style, and I think that he like feels this way about in like I guess people you consider incels. Uh, anyway, let's see. Your eyes meet hers, and and you crack a smile. Absolutely amazing. Well, her. What? Giggling, anticipating. Why did she say the word giggling, weirdo? To simp me that a young lady would risk hypothermia just to get men to stare at her breasts. If you were my girl, I'd insist on you I wearing a warm this. sweater. Skis. I don't even know. I love this. This is so funny. I might follow this page because this is so clearly satire that your best argument here, like literally, is like Curtis Connor. There's no way that he doesn't know that this is all satirical and he's acting like it's not. Like if he's like, oh, I know these are just jokes, but but that would kill his entire just shtick. Like, dude, maybe so maybe Sneak maybe Sneako's right. Alright. I feel like we gotta we gotta pause this shit now and uh, take a little break. Ooh. You know, sometimes uh, sometimes your bladder just kind of fills up. You're just like, oh, no, I got to go take a piss. All right, so we are back. Of course, we're uh, we're gonna be watching the Sneeko calls out Curtis Connor for pandering to women, featuring Papa Good. All right, let's go and throw that shit back on the screen. Um, yeah, I kind of like the whole back and forth action happening here. Like, there's essentially three people 
doing their own thing on the screen in the video. You know what I mean? His papa got reacting to uh, Sneeko and Sneeko over here talking shit about this uh, this Curtis Connor guy. So <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of different things happening. Um, I don't I don't know if there's anybody that's actually right or wrong. You know, I kind of feel like when it comes to this whole YouTube thing, you know, it's, it's like the wild, wild west out here. All right, here we go. Let's go ahead and uh, put that back on the screen. Because, dude, there how do you, go. bro, how, do you, you have to know that this is just a stupid troll. Clearly, somebody, or maybe everybody, but at least this guy, is going on there trolling this bullshit page. That's probably what's happening. It's probably some dumb bullshit page that brings up a girl. And then somebody comes in here and is like, I think that this is cringe. This is my best. This guy's like, I think that this is cringe. I'm going to set up the dumbest fucking scenario I possibly could uh, could have come up with. Right? And then this is what I come up with. Because this is insane. Her giggling. What? Giggling? Anticipating I'm about to simp? Like, you know it's a joke at that point. You know why this guy's taking shit like this seriously? Yeah, away. true. I mean. <laughs> Skis away. Her. Hey! Come back! Hey, wow, man. <laughs> Wait, well, you missed the hashtag. Skis away. Her. Hey! Hustle Hub. <laughs> what is Hustle Hub? <laughs> That's the thing at the bottom. Come back! Hey, wow, man. <laughs> Yo, okay, first off, I gotta say. You're at a 10? Why don't you bring it down to a 3? I love what the say? fact what? What is that going this on? Twitter account has, like, tricked these Hustle Grindset guys. They've tr it's tricked them into writing, basically, like, fan fiction smut on Twitter. Wait, you think that that guy's being serious? Oh, Curtis, that's a shame. If you do think that, that's sad for you. If you don't think that, then you are pandering. But that guy's not... didn't trick him into anything. I feel like I'm missing out. There's no out. way that guy unironically said, I'm about to simp for you. It's just, I just don't believe it. I got, I, I, it's a clear joke. Honestly, that in it's, it's not fan fiction. It's Dude, this is like one of them situations where if you stop paying attention for like two seconds, you're going to miss something. That's clearly what's happened. You know what I'm saying? fucking jokes bro something you're not doing stuff is the funniest part about all of this they're literally writing blurbs from their own like romance novels and they have no idea it's incredible i wonder what so not for nothing but like if i was a high value man or an incel writing a romance novel i would certainly never say i'm gonna simp for you i would be like and i pulled out my Yu-Gi-Oh battle card bracelet whatever that fucking thing's called and i laid down a blue eyes white dragon and then she laid down in my bed Something like that, you know, something sexy. What That's the hot. Fuck. Right. I pulled out my Exodia, and she said, "Oh my God, your cock is bigger than his." And Exodia is really big. Anybody know what the fuck he's talking about? I feel like I'm lost. I don't know. So, no, wait. She would say, "Oh wow, that's Exodia. It's such a big cock," and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, look at this." And I'd pull mine out, and she'd be like, "Holy moly, that's ginormous." And then she would fillet me, right? I just, obviously that's not what I would say. I just feel like this is not that. It's incredible. You're at like a 10. Like a hustle bro. How is that too far? Novel would even be called. Dual disc. Thank you. You know, she put the O in crypto or maybe I entrepreneur well. Look at that. The same stuff that girls make fun of. Like, oh my God, guys in their NFTs and their crypto. Why do you care so much about money? Why don't you just relax? You're at a. I could go on and on. <laughs> You're at a 10. Well, most girls, I think when they say about cryptocurrency and NFTs, they say this is just dumb fucking man shit. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, there's no real value there. It's just a picture on the internet that you're paying money for for no reason nfts though right oh man hoping someone else will pay more money for it in the future 
when you really break it down, it's kind of dumb and makes no sense. The reality, though, is that you can make money from it, so people jump on it, which I totally get, but won't because i can't think of any also one more thing about this tweet there's nothing less cool than putting skis away in asterisks i don't care that's how probably why that person put that because that's the joke but okay. how cool the thing you just said was you skiing away negates all of it you see how fucking dumb it is that uh, he's taking this actually i think it makes it cool as fuck connor what the fuck are you talking about if anybody ever skated away from me i would come instantaneously not kidding it's not a joke nothing i say is a joke literally on a comedy channel frankly my dear i don't give a damn Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, just fuck this guy. I'm done. Bye. Okay. All right, I could look at these all fucking day. Let's, uh, let's look at another one. Hey, baby. You, you get the formula. You get it, right? Do we need to keep watching? J14 says move on. He's complete dust. Let's watch his stand-up. Why Vine died? Curtis Connor stand-up. Okay. Chat, honestly, let's watch He's really going for Curtis Connor. Jesus Christ. Watch it. Let's see if you can get us laughing. <laughs> says you can get the whole full 45-minute special for a dollar. There you go. That's what's up. And I know that's a dated reference now. That's in peace. Okay? Fine. We're gonna talk about it. Uh, I know I'm over it. I know. It's done. Huh? But it's changed my life. It's been such a huge part of me and my, who I am that I feel like I have to address it. Um, so Vine was shut down by Twitter because um, it wasn't making any money, so they were like, okay, they're done. Um, so, when I heard the news, like, I, it sucked, you know? Because Vine came in my life, it brought me all- Vine! I also watch Vine! Yes, I'm listening! Which I- Why are you fucking melting down here? I don't understand, like- That's the ego character, man. He's, he's pretty fucking wild. I could just, like, imagine him sitting in the audience doing that fucking nonsense that he's doing right now. Why? What's the point? I think his uh, I think his people though, his audience love it though. Is why would he do it if they didn't like it? Think about that. The more nonsense you do, the more you become known for it. It's what he's doing a stand up. Like, dude, stand up is hard. Why are we yelling at this guy? He set up a joke. Maybe it won't be funny, but like, who cares? It's the, the best thing ever, you know. And it was like I had some of my best friends because of that act, you know. <laughs> An act. But it was more than an act to me, you know? It was like a living, breathing... Where's the joke? You're a minute in. Tell a joke. You do a fucking... Well... Reminiscing about Vine? You really Dude, that is so fucking cringe, man. Have you ever tried to do stand-up? Have you ever told somebody that you're interested in doing stand-up? The reaction you usually get is, uh... They look at you, and they're like... Tell me a joke. Come on, funny guy. What you got? Tell me a joke. Yeah, you know, you're just like... Um, you, you know, if you were a professional, uh, employee at McDonald's and you flip burgers, I want to be like, come on, man, flip them burgers. Let's see what you got, bro. You know, let's see what you got. Maybe a hamburger. <laughs> I feel like it's the same type of shit. You know, like if you're trying to do something and you express to somebody that you're interested in said thing, I don't think it gives that person the green light. To be like, yo, show me what you have. Show me this. Show me that. And it's like, no, I don't really feel like it right now. But uh, thank you for your interest. Really should let him get to the punchline before criticizing. You know what I mean? Because he's setting up for it. might not be funny, but I mean, okay. Chad, you laughing yet? All right. So I kind of agree with Papa Gut on this one, though. Uh, 
sometimes uh, a lot of these guys, you know, it takes them a minute to, to set up like a, you know, a joke. So the setup could be like, I don't know, four minutes long. Or on the flip side, I don't know if you guys have watched some stand-up comedy, though. But <laughs> sometimes they set up the whole fucking, the whole show, they set it up. And then at the end, they come back with said joke and the punchline. So they've been setting you up the whole fucking show just for this uh, this quick laugh to finish up the show. I want to say a lot of them do that, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I completely agree with Papa Gut on this one, though. You got you got to wait for the for the joke to come. Now, if he he's not, you know what? If it never comes, I mean, it, it kind of is what it is. Sometimes uh, sometimes that person just needs to go back to the the old drawing board and try try again. You know, I don't think your your first outing. Your first time on the mic, I don't think it's going to be that easy. I mean, take streaming, for example. Take podcasting, for example. You know, you could very well eat a bag of dicks for like a month, a year, every time you record. Now, if you're one of those people that can't take criticism, you're one of those people that cry about everything, you know, just because you failed means it's going to be the end-all, be-all. This isn't for you, man. And I kind of I kind of think that stand-up comedy is kind of like that, too. Of course, you're going to fucking fail miserably. Of course, you're going to bomb. Of course, sometimes you're going to get up on stage and people probably are not going to laugh at anything coming out of your fucking mouth. Not today, not tomorrow. But you know what? That one fucking time, though, right? That one time you get a little, <laughs> you're just like, there it is. There it is. That's what I've been waiting for this whole fucking time. And it makes my whole miserable existence of being on stage that much fucking worth it. And that's where your journey begins, right? Based off of that one. Ha ha. Sorry, let me give it a chance. Why are you just interrupting him? Let him go tell his story about Vine. Okay, let's watch it. You see how many fucking tomatoes are in the chat? I mean, sure. It created some of the worst celebrities we've ever seen. <laughs> celebrities are bad. Ha ha Well, I, listen... This isn't funny to me. I, I'm old. I've never even knew Vine existed until after it was gone. But usually, when people do, I don't. I don't remember Vine. Uh, I'm gonna have to look that up. Cause I honestly, I don't remember it really. And uh, I feel like I'm really old. All right, so what do we have? It says, Vine was an American short-form video hosting service where users could share six-second-long looping video clips. All right. So it was just kind of like a little clip that just kept going over and over, kind of like a GIF, I guess. All right. I see you. I see you, Vine. Comedy. Um... People will try to, uh, you know, reference something in their real life, you know, something relatable. Why is this upsetting you so much? Why is the fact that you don't like his comedy, like making you melt down? For the most part, it was okay. Do you hear the noise? You know what? I've, I've kind of like, I've thought about this since his video has been playing. You know, that said question, right? That Papa Gut just brought up. He said, why is it bothering you so much as stand up? 
You know, I've had that same question about, like, why said person, why does he bother you? Why does she bother you? Anytime you watch, like, a Sneeko video, he he always has to be, like, the guy shitting on said thing, said person. And it's like, why is it that way? I want to say that's his shtick. Like, he finds something. Somebody else there that obviously is appealing in some type of way to him. And then he just kind of proceeds to shit on them. You know, because if he didn't have anything to talk about, if he didn't have anything to say, he wouldn't have a fucking show. He wouldn't have, you know, material to post, material to work with. You know what? You're only as good as your last guest. You're only as good as the material at hand, the subject matter. You know, that, that's a reason why I honestly, I don't really like having guests. Like it has to be somewhat amusing. It has to be something there that I can fuck with. Because, you know what, from experience, you guys, having guests is probably one of the hardest things you can do while recording. I mean, you think that talking to yourself with nobody watching, maybe potential for people to watch in the future because the shit's recorded. (laughs) But, you know, like in real time, sitting here trying to, you know, make something out of fucking doc shit, make it out of nothing. I mean, that's essentially kind of like what we do. You know what I mean? And by we, I mean, like people like me that are starting out on a different platform where, I mean, if we're being honest here, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Do you? Do you know what I'm doing? I don't know what's going to happen next. I really don't. Nor do I give a shit. But what I do know is that you try your best, right? You give it your earnest effort to try to do what it, try to make whatever it is that you're doing entertaining now you know what if i made somebody laugh out there if somebody out there is watching if somebody out there watches for fucking five minutes i think you know what i think i've succeeded you know and that's my own personal opinion now if somebody watches for like two seconds does that make me a failure i don't think so i'm excited (laughs) you hear all the giggle you hear the giggle (laughs) you have only teenage girls at the show Okay. This is a concert. It's not stand up. <laughs> when Eric was getting shut down, I was crushed. I was sad. I was angry. I was confused. I was hungry. But yeah, it just kind of seems like you need oh, to hungry? take the opposite of it. <laughs> Sneeko's melting down is making me laugh, though. It's kind of funny. But still, what the fuck? Didn't have anything to do with the whole fire thing, but it didn't help. I wouldn't say he's melting down. It's just kind of his his fucking shtick, man. That's what he does. He gets loud. He gets obnoxious. You know, it's just kind of like, uh, kind of reminds you of that kid in the back of the class. You know, it's just kind of disrupting everything. He's trying really hard to be funny because he didn't get enough attention at home, that type of shit. That's kind of like what he reminds me of. And believe it or not, there's a marketplace out there for that shit because he's making money, man. Bless his heart, right? When I heard that vibe shutting down, I wasn't going to treat that news like some afternoon nap. I wasn't going to just lay down and take it. I decided to do something about it. Huh? So I hop on a plane. Okay, shush. No, I didn't. I didn't do that. What was the joke? I think that it was like, hop on the plane to LAX. It's a Miley Cyrus song, I think. That was the joke. Oh, yeah. It's a Miley song. Um, just letting you know that. What was... What, how did even someone giggle? I, I love Miley. Because also... 
That's what I'm saying. Non-threatening white boy that I have a crush on. <laughs> I boarded an aircraft. I boarded an aircraft. They laughed at I boarded an aircraft. Curtis Connor, yo, this is what you're going to break it down. Curtis Connor, when you take away the sound. So the joke, and listen, like, I don't think it's funny, but like, I mean, like, again, I don't know why you're melting down. The joke was he said, I boarded an aircraft because he just. I don't think he's melting down, though. I kind of wish he stopped saying that. I mean, obviously, it's, it's, it's your shtick, you know, it's not like, hey, I'm really melting down. You know, his whole bag is to be obnoxious. It's kind of like what he does. I mean, if you've seen enough of his videos, I mean, even if you just watch a handful of them, he's kind of the same in all the videos. He's real. He's really obnoxious. He's he's really just playing this fucking character where, you know, he likes to shit on everybody and everything. So and he likes to talk really fucking loud. That's one of his things. And he likes to act like he's freaking out. So, I mean, if that's him in real fucking life, man, goddamn, I'm just saying. Just said, I can't say hopped on a, a jet or a plane because then you have to follow it up with the Miley Cyrus song uh, to LAX and you'd have to continue. So the joke is, I since I can't say the one without the other, I am going to use a different uh, set of terminology to communicate that I've gotten onto an aircraft. That's the joke. Um why are you freaking out? <laughs> like, why is this so deep to you? I think he's really just trying to call out Curtis Connor. Sound effects and the zooms and the bling and the music and the it's not funny. You know, even if he's calling out Curtis Connor, I don't think I don't think Connor is going to respond to you know Sneeko's bullshit. I don't think he's gonna fall into I would say the trap. I mean, come on, let's call it a let's call it a thirst trap. I don't think he's gonna fall for it. You suck! This sucks. Don't watch it. New York City. <laughs> so I can confront those corporate big wigs at Twitter head office. Header office. <laughs> it's so funny because like, you know, um, you know that if it was like Dave Chappelle and someone's like, I think this is terrible. This sucks. They'd be like, turn it off. So he goes, say, turn it off. Or somebody would. I, mean, I would say, turn, turn it off. Like, it's not for you. It's comedy. Shut the fuck up. That's what I would say about this. Shut the fuck up. Now, with the other stuff, it was it seemed like Curtis Connor was, uh, you know, interpreting very clear, um, like satire, uh, as real. Maybe. I mean, I I personally think this whole thing's a fucking joke. I mean, who's to say? Who's not to say that you know Sneak over there and Curtis Connor are in cahoots with each other? You know, just playing off each other's fucking videos, just so they can create content. They can have something out there for the internet to talk about. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of feel like a lot of these uh, content creators, you know, behind the scenes, they get together and they, they come up with this shit. They're like, all right, so make a video about this, make a video about that. And they just kind of play off of each other to, to see if they can, you know, spark some friction out there to get the world talking about them a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He really thought that somebody... I don't think that's too far fetched. Would say I'm going to sim for you, and then scoots away on, a, you know, skis. I don't know. So I get you're criticizing that. I get it. Like, oh, hey, this is very clear. But you didn't even make that criticism. Of like, hey, this is clearly a joke. Um, and you know that. Why are you making content acting like it's real? You could have just said that and moved on. But now we're just laughing at. We're just we're laughing at him. I guess we're just making fun of him for doing stand up, which is hard. Like I don't get it. Like it's, it's he's do he seems to be doing well on his set. Good for him. Who cares? Um, 
So I was on the plane. I landed in New York City. Chad, imagine if you were sitting in the show. How long could you last? Well, you just wouldn't go to the show. Ten minutes of this. A Vine talk. Ten minutes of a Vine story. Keep this shit on the internet. Lot of sightseeing, you know. It's Big Apple baby. Like Big Apple comma baby, not Big Apple baby. I mean, if we're being fair, though, a lot of these people that attended this show are probably fans on some type of level. Yeah, New York has a good transit system, and it's amazing. I agree. I don't know. I don't think it's that great. I think that's it's fundamentally flawed. Uh, financially, it's a money pit. They, just, I think that they caught people like stealing. Maybe maybe it's not stealing, but they there's people like stealing time. Is that what he's talking about? He's talking about the transit system in New York, dude. This is how much I'm not really paying attention. I'm like casually paying attention. Probably even less than that. I think I checked out like a while ago. Just saying, man. Just saying. I, I fucking checked out. Like some of this stuff, it's a it's a rough watch, you guys. It really is. That's why it's always a good idea to like, uh, you know, find somebody that you find mildly entertaining, kind of like Papa Gut, and just kind of like piggyback off them for for like a minute. You know what I'm saying? Until you can catch your bearings, because. Sometimes doing these reaction videos is it's a it's a rough watch, man. It really can be, you know. Especially, I don't think I have ADHD, but uh, I definitely check out sometimes. Let's just go with that. Time they were like going clocking in, going home. It's horrible dog shit. It's completely out of control. Uh, the system sucks. Uh, the fucking. It's terrible. Um, really is absolute abysmal dog shit. Europe. Uh, like I think like the UK specifically maybe that's not it I don't know they have really good transportation over there they have a really good bus network really good like uh, all, all this shit we we need to get our infrastructure on par it is horrible dog shit it, everybody's like always a half hour late yeah Japan's pretty good too it's fucking abysmal and you should know this because you live in the fucking city uh, sneak I thought but <laughs> I should say that that joke was paid for by Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. Ah, because Jay-Z and Alicia Keys made a song about New York. Right. Trying to break into the whole mediocre X-Finer stand-up game. Could be that. Chat, please express it. Express it. Maybe that's what it takes to be great in this game. Like, you really have to have listening skills. I mean, that little dude, Sneeko, as much as he appears to be, like, uh, hating on this Connor guy. He's listening to every little bit coming out of his mouth. And I can barely catch every other word, if that. I mean, I'm being generous here, you guys. I really am. Like, I don't think I'm catching much of anything. Like, maybe every other paragraph. <laughs> I might be hearing, like, one word out of, like, every other paragraph. I mean, this is ridiculous. I'm a grown-ass fucking man, you guys. Like, for some reason, I can't fucking pay attention to save my life right now. I have 92% man. It's like, we have reverse demographics. Dude's watching this. What do you think? Yeah, that's why you don't usually watch people if you don't like their content. Look at this. Would you pay? Would you buy a ticket to watch a guy in skinny jeans talk about Vine? No, I wouldn't, but that's, I'm not his audience. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 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 Fuck
You know, right there, though, I like what Papa God just just said. No, I wouldn't pay to watch this dude in skinny jeans, but I'm not his audience. I like that mentality. I wish a lot more people had that type of mentality because maybe the world would be a better place in, in a sense. It's this uh, delusion that whenever we watch people, we have to like everything. Have you guys noticed that? There's kind of like this warped sense of, uh, like, I don't even know what you would call it. Let's just go with everything sucks mentality, which I think a lot of people have that. Like, we have this warped sense that we have to like everything that we consume. Everything that we take in, we have to like it or else it's garbage. I don't think that's true, you guys. There's a lot of content out there that, you know what? A lot of people spend time. They spend a lot of energy, put in a lot of effort for the masses to enjoy. And that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to like it individually. Because you know what? There's stuff out there, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a limb and say, you know what? It's good. It's just, it's not for me. You know, it's not for me. It wasn't meant for me. But somebody out there thinks it's fucking amazing. The headquarters. What's the what's the fucking story? Three and a half minutes in, and you're still like telling a story about Vine. Jesus Christ, man! I think at this point he's in New York. Um, Look, there's a reason why people pay to see this. It's because you're a non. You're just a safe white boy. You know that you're just a cute little cute little boy. Bro, I, 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 listen, I don't want to hear a single person from my chat ever tell me I'm too fucking woke again. This motherfucker is like the wokest of them all. Like, this is insane. What is, why are you bringing up the white boy shit? Why are you bringing, I, like, it's so cringe. Shut the fuck up. White boy, white boy. What, what is happening here? Like, what are you doing? Like, what? You know, that's a, that's a thing that exists, though, you guys, is there's a lot of people out there that like, Talking about stereotypes. They like talking about uh, being awoke, not woke. Then you bring in the race card. You know, just because somebody's white doesn't mean that you have to point it out every fucking five minutes that they're white. Or, you know, vice versa. Whatever, insert whatever fucking skin tone there is. Whatever nationality, ethnicity, you know, whatever bullshit you feel like you need to say, sometimes... It's better not to say anything at all. I don't really think there's a lot of people out there. And, I mean, agree to disagree with me or agree with me on this. I don't think there's, there's a lot of people out there that would find you very intelligent if all you have to say, you know, whether it be negative or positive, is on the basis of skin tone, skin color, ethnicity, race, you know, if, if that's your basis for somebody being awesome or not awesome, I, I kind of feel like our society is doomed. Why? It's, it's so weird. Boy, it's like One Direction. It's the same exact appeal. Reporters? Okay. Same joke twice. I know. Vine's dead. The rules are gone. So. <laughs> Vine's dead. Yes, I also use I Vine. I in there. Right. It's going to the elevator. And the security guard stops me and he says, whoa, buddy, hold on. Uh, you, need to, you need to find him. And I was like, oh, sorry. Actually, a Viner, so. Ha ha ha, he's a Viner. I was like, well, that doesn't mean anything, and it never matters. So. Ha 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 
And I don't know if you know me, but I believe comedy is... Damn, Curtis, you got the whole chat laughing. One thing that we can all agree on. We can all come into a room and laugh together. It's beautiful. So with that logic, I thought I would tell this man a joke. He's laughing. I'm laughing. We're forgetting what we're all stressed Yeah, I'm funny. I made him laugh. Bro. <laughs> I guess that's how you would be funny, sure. Yeah. I'm going up. So, I said, Mr. Security here, sir. What do you call it? When the famous pop star Rihanna shares someone else's tweet on her profile. On what? Pop star Rihanna shares someone else's tweet on her profile. I don't even know what he says. A retweet. <laughs> oh, I don't even hear the joke because. I wish I had a tomato, bro. I wish I fucking hurled that shit for that one, bro. But like, why? I I just I don't believe Sneeko ever did stand up if he's like acting this way because again, you should have respect for other people who do stand up, even if you think that they made it like a did dog shit. Like, first, you know what? I've seen worse, man. You know, I I'm pretty sure like uh, like a couple of episodes ago, we streamed and we saw this uh, this guy named Brendan Cooney that just goes around shitting on Brendan Schaub every time he he gets a chance. Like the biggest fucking cock rider that I've ever witnessed on the internet before, let alone on fucking YouTube. All he does is shit on Brendan Schaub. We went over countless videos on his uh, YouTube channel page where we, we pointed out the fact that unless... He's dick riding Brendan Schaub and using his fucking name. He's not getting any fucking clicks, man. He might get like maybe a hundred, a couple hundred, some shit like that. But he's not getting anywhere close to the amount of clicks that, you know, he's uh, he's going to be receiving if he's using Brendan Schaub's name. I mean, that's a glorified fucking cock rider. You know, <laughs> You know, we we hope though that at least behind the scenes he's uh, he's thanking him profusely. Brendan, thank you, Mister Shab. Thank you for uh, for allowing me the opportunity, you know, to to be a cock writer, sir. Because uh, my name is Brendan Cooney, and if I don't uh, if I don't use your great name, then I don't get any clicks. It's just kind of how it works. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, people like like that that dude, Brendan Cooney, I don't have any respect for. I really don't. I don't give a shit if he got on stage or not. Like, if you make your name, if you're trying to make your name off of somebody else's fucking name, like, that's fucked up, man. Especially if you're shitting on that said person, you know? That's one thing I don't agree with. You know, it's, it's all fun and games if you're going to sit there and watch, uh, you know somebody and you got your own following and you know you're just kind of doing your own thing but if you're building up your name off somebody else's name and you're doing you're building that up by shitting on that person there's something wrong with you bro it really is first of all it's just not for you second of all like you're like these it's hard to do stand-up like i don't understand why you're fucking freaking out like have no respect for the stage it's just so weird to me fuck me man he really did? Then why are you busting someone's shit for it? You know, I, I kind of see where Papa Gut's coming from. You know, this guy's going around busting his balls for uh, for being a stand-up comedian. Or, you know, at the very least, attempting it. But at the same time, you know, um, 
I kind of see the other the other side of it as well. You know, whenever you decide to be a streamer, a stand-up comedian, a uh, public figure, so to speak, you know, you're you're pretty much greenlighting yourself to to receive that smoke. You know what I'm saying? You're opening yourself up for criticism, whether it's positive or negative. Now, I understand, you know, there's a level of respect that probably should be, uh, you know, given whenever somebody attempts to do something that... Let's be fair here. Most of the masses would shit their fucking panties if they were to to try something like that, like getting up on stage and, you know, public speaking or trying stand up comedy, something of the uh, of that nature. But um, I mean, Sneak was a content creator, though. I mean, if he he's up there, he feels the need to shit on somebody. Here's the reality of the situation. Sneeko's going to get shat on himself. So, is it right that he's doing it? I don't know. He's definitely going to receive it, though. I mean, I'm, I can be, I can assure anybody of that. Is anybody that does this, it's probably going to get shit on, you know, at some time or another. I mean, let's be fair here. I don't get it. What's that mean? I don't get it. So I had one option. I stabbed him with one of my best knives. If you don't get it, and you really shouldn't. I just made a call back to a joke. You know how horrendous or atrocious you think this might be? He's at least getting some type of response. And it's not really negative. I mean, that's kind of like what you'd want, though, if you're in his shoes. You'd want to get some type of response like that. I mean, that's better than, boo, get the fuck off the stage. Somebody throwing a bottle at you or some shit, you know? That I made on my comedy album that I put out last year. Vines, dads, the rules are gone. What the fuck is this? Stick to YouTube, bro. I mean, he seems to be getting positive reception. You know it's wild? Like, besides the fact that I need to fucking sneeze really bad. And like, Sneeko just told this guy to stick to YouTube. But even then, though, he tells them that he's fucking garbage. You know? It's just like, which one is it? I mean, are you, are you saying that I suck at everything? Or are you saying I'm better at YouTube, but you're kind of shitting on me? Kind of like that, uh... <coughs> Kind of like that 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 fucking shit you get from uh, from family, you know, where it's just like that hate love relationship. Is that kind of like what Sneeko has for this guy? Who's like, you're stupid, you're the worst. But then he's like, stick to YouTube because you're really good at it. I'm a little confused. Come again? Maybe Sneeko like secretly uh, he loves his his stuff, you know. Could be possible, right? Why would he do that? Story recap. I'm at Twitter. <laughs> I've never seen so many tomatoes and I've never seen a chat so active, so actively disliking somebody's art before. You're you're const you're telling them to. What are you talking about? I've never seen I've never seen uh I've never seen a content creator weaponize their chat to make me feel validated about how you know what I mean? Like that's what you're doing. It's this is so weird, dude. Twitter. At simple Twitter. 
security officer, murdered. I'm in the elevator on my way up to the blind floor, and the door's open and it's chaos. Smoke everywhere, papers flying everywhere, there's chairs topple over, table just fire, blood, crazy. And amidst all this chaos, I see the head of Vine cowering behind the table. Okay. Vince Vine. Vince Vine is his punchline. I guess it resonated with the kids. I don't get it, but okay. Who cares? <laughs> All right. Listen, I'm kind of bored of this. This is stupid. Like, I'm not a big fan of the Curtis Connor stand up, but it- this is boring. But, um, you know, it kind of looks like the guy on stage is having a good time. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here, you guys. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's just not for me. I mean, I don't know why. We're having a meltdown. Yeah, Sneeko's clearly just trying to drum up some controversy. Um, I don't know what I expected from this chat at all, though, or from this video. Thank you so much for watching, guys. And another special shout-out to all my Patreon and Twitch subs. If you'd like to support this channel further than you already have by just watching the video alone, go down. All right. So apparently, uh, that's kind of what we got. Papa Gut tapped out. Uh, we're going to move on to another video. Just as soon as, uh, you know, just as soon as we take a break, though, because uh, you know what? It's about that time. I didn't even fucking lie to you guys. Uh, my name is Dave.
All right, so we are back. We're fucking live on the YouTube, Twitch, even on the Meet Me for some reason. Do you know what? Meet Me is kind of weird, though. Like, people jump on, they don't say anything, you know? Nobody ever says anything on the Meet Me. It's, uh, it's kind of like, why do you jump on Meet Me anyways? I don't know. I have no fucking idea. But, um... What we're going to do next, though, we're going to continue watching some videos. And I feel like what we have next for you guys is really fucking special. Maybe not not so much, but uh, I'm just kind of blowing this shit up a little bit. Um, <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's go and jump right into it. All right, so what do we got? Uh, so it says, man married to a sex doll orders another one after meeting psychologist. My Strange Addiction. Apparently this is part of the TLC UK edition. We've all heard about this, right? I mean, uh, guys out there, for whatever reason, they turned uh, imaginary love. Or is it real love? With inanimate objects, such as a doll. Here we go. Let's go ahead and play it. Uh, my name is Dave Cat. I'm 37 years of age. And... Uh I can't live without my real doll. Originally, when I first got her, I called her my synthetic girl. Oh, wow. Look at that, you guys. So, apparently this doll is kind of like up to snuff with what he likes. He's got the red lipstick on, on her. I don't really understand the glasses, though. I wouldn't say that's a nice touch. It kind of looks like a little manly. And the teeth kind of look like uh, hmm, definitely something else, you know? And he's got the purple hair, so I kind of wonder, like, how much of this stuff is, like, interchangeable? Hmm, I don't know. Let's see what else they got. Friend. But it's actually progressive. Dave Cat. It's like, you know, she's my wife. She's not awake right now because, uh, well, basically she kept hitting the snooze button. So it's just like, just let her. She kept hitting the snooze button, you guys. The tough life of a sex doll, you know. Sleep. It's not even worth getting her out of bed at this point. The whole interaction. Look at this whole thing going on. So having a sex doll is kind of like dating somebody that's not real, that might be geriatric. Um, this is interesting. This is an interesting picture right here, like a a standstill. Anyways, um, well that's kind of cool though. He gets up, he gets dressed, uh, he puts his hair in a ponytail, you know, just like every other guy out there. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, all right, let's keep it moving. Traction on a day-to-day -day basis along the lines of, like, getting her dressed, you know, brushing her hair, things of that nature. You know, it brings us closer together as a couple. I'd actually worn this necklace a lot, and I decided she should have it. It's kind of like, you know, when you give your sweetheart. Oh, shit. He used to have that necklace as his own. Now, he's like, you know what, baby? I'm going to let you have my, my jewelry. Class ring, that sort of thing. Photo shoots are, are something fun that we do. 
when I first was even thinking about getting a real doll, I was wow. just like, okay, well. Oh my gosh. Look at that. That is something. So they've been at it for years, apparently. This guy is really in love with his sex doll, you guys. I wonder how long they've been. Uh, he's actually married to the sex doll. Okay. Hmm. Kind of. I kind of wonder how long have they been at it, though. You know, this looks like an older picture. You know, you can see the couch in the back, and the couch looks really old. Not gonna lie though, they kind of make a cute couple, even though one of them is not real. You know, yeah. You know, the sex is gonna be fantastic, but there's also the whole concept of like taking photographs. Okay, so the sex has to be fantastic, he says, with a sex doll. But then there's the uh, the other side of it that you have to take lots and lots of pictures, apparently. Do you though? Yeah. How much are these sex dolls anyways? I mean, let's just go and look that up. I I mean, does anybody know how much a sex doll is? I'm going to go and look it up in case you guys are wondering. Sex doll prices. Let's go ahead and bring something up here. All right, so all of a sudden we... Uh, we have a website called rosemary.com. Rosemarydoll.com that pops up. Uh, so let's just go ahead and click on one, see how much they run. Just kind of give everybody an idea of like, how much is a sex doll? <sighs> I don't think we can actually show this page, though. I mean, it, it looks like you could get a little graphic, though. So. All right. So um, just kind of looking at the sex dolls here. They're not cheap, you guys. Uh, kind of seems like the they run about two thousand dollars. You know, and that's that's on the lower end. So. Yeah. All right. My mother and I used to go down to downtown Detroit every weekend. While she was in various stores trying on clothes, I would actually be uh, looking at the mannequins, and uh, it kind of stemmed from there. Back in 1999, actually, uh, my best friend Monty had actually tipped me off to a site that sold these lifelike mannequins that were made out of silicone, so they were nice and soft. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I've got to have one of these. Most people find it soothing to live in a fantasy life, to fantasize, or even to daydream. It really becomes problematic when that becomes the predominant way that they live their life. I gotta admit, me and, and my friends all thought it was kind of uh, weird, you know, Dave Cad paying quite a sum of money for a real doll, but after, after he got her and... His friend said he, him and his other friends, kind of felt like it was kind of weird, you know? The Dave Cat. He calls him Dave Cat. They thought it was weird that he got a, a sex doll girlfriend. What kind of conversation do you think needs to be had? Like, how do you think that conversation goes, you guys? Like, hey, man, you got, you got a sex doll girlfriend? Like, what do you say after that? I don't know. I have, I have no idea, you guys. Is there a book? I have no idea. The interest that he showed in her, uh, it was kind of cool, in a way. This would be her anniversary present for our 10-year. I got these uh, matching wedding bands. They say synthetic love lasts forever. 
When people are lonely, they often look toward alternative On them. When people are lonely, they often look toward alternative means to find relationships. That could be through a pet. I don't know if that's true, though. Apparently my mic was muted. Um, so what I was trying to say earlier, though. So according to this video, you know, there's a dark side to dating a sex doll, you know. As we could show you, like, right now. You know, kind of like when you you wake up next to a woman for the first time. Like, you guys have been dating. You know, you know what I'm talking about? the That one night she stays over. One night you stay over at her place. And then there's that awkward moment when you wake up. And you're like, holy shit, you know. You're kind of, like, taken back by it, you know. Because uh, you haven't seen her without a wig or, you know, haven't looked in the... Uh, all done up, so to speak. I feel like this is worse than that, you guys. Like, this guy Dave Cat is, uh... Apparently, he's married to a sex doll. And there's a dark side to that as well. Which is... She kind of looks like a gremlin without hair. You know, it just kind of be like that sometimes, apparently. In a life of sex doll dating. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I guess the positive, though, is that you don't get lip. She's not going to, like, tell you that you can't go out with your friends or you can't play video games or you can't go out golfing or, you know, whatever hobby it is that you may have. So there's that. Love lasts forever. When people are lonely, they often look toward alternative... Okay, so the doctor, though, this, this therapist guy is saying that when people are lonely, they often look for ulterior means, ulterior means to, to dating, to, you know, pleasuring themselves and so on and so forth, right? Mm, I don't know, man. I guess I can kind of see it. I mean, women get their toys and... Yeah, I think I was having this conversation with somebody the other day, and I was like, there really isn't a lot of toys out there for men. Boy, was I wrong. Because apparently they have a whole fucking gimmick. They have a whole sex doll operation. So, just kind of depends how much you're willing to spin, right? I just can't imagine that, though. Like, you buy a sex doll, and you're like, oh, man, I'm just having one of them Netflix chill solo kind of nights. Oh, 
Never mind. I got Cindy in the closet. Then you open up your closet and you pull out this big-ass sex doll. I mean, I don't know if there's anything cute about that, though, you guys. I mean, am I wrong? Means to find relationships. That could be through a pet, sometimes even just going online. But there are really no substitutes for a true human companionship. I already know she's a doll. It's not a situation where it's just like, oh, yeah, she's going to come to life one day. As long as you have at least one. Dave Cat said, you know what? I already know this bitch is a doll. She ain't going to come alive one day. She ain't going to do it. She ain't animated like that. Like Dave Cat's like, I already know the business, you know? One foot in reality. It's, it's a perfectly normal thing, I think. Yeah, he says it's a perfectly normal thing. But I mean, come on. At the end of the day. You have to put the clothes on. You have to put the hair on, the wig, blah, 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 blah. I mean, it seems like a lot of work, man. Mm. I mean, is it better or worse than actually having like a real person? I've never done a sex doll thing, but uh, I guess you never say never. <laughs> well, sweetie, I'm heading over to the playhouse. Um... Should be back about the usual time. She's cooped up. That's wild, though. He's actually having a conversation with his, his doll. He's like, sweetie, I'm heading over to the playhouse. I don't know what that means. I really don't. And I would be back. And she's just kind of just sitting there, just kind of like, <laughs> you know, she puts a little stank on it. Like, Ugh. Up in the apartment all the time, and I'd love to be able to take her places. I'll be back before you know it. He said he would love to be able to take her places. Dave Cap, why are you not doing that? I feel like these are missed opportunities, bro. Love you. Mm. Hold down the fort, okay? But it's just the whole thing of like, oh, there goes that freak with the doll. What Monty and I are going to do is actually try to get some shopping in for the misses. It's obviously got to be stuff that she likes, but then there's obviously the aspect of like, well, she versus what I think she wants and what I would want her to look good in. That's kind of weird, man. Like you, you also have to pretend that, you know, like you're shop, like she's shopping, like your doll is, but she's shopping through you and then you have to like wonder what it is they want. Because you, you think that they're real? Yeah, that's too much, man. I don't think I could do that. You know, could you imagine that? You gotta go shopping, and then, yeah. Hey, I'm shopping for my, my sex doll wife. Like, what? Uh, yeah, it's a whole thing. I have to, yeah, I have to go shopping every now and again for the, uh, for the missus. It's not real. She's a sex doll. This, this stuff is actually quite nice. What? What? Yeah, tie pins. And what could she use? You know, she's got a tie. That's the thing. She's worn it once. She's got a tie. She doesn't strike me as a tie person. Yeah, I'm a tie person. You know, and we don't want to be one of those couples that like dresses alike because that's. He says he doesn't want to be one of them couples that dresses alike. What? Oh my! This is something. Okay. Yeah. We're only about four minutes in out of ten minutes. Holy shit. For Dave, I hope that he's happy no matter what he does. 
when he's ready to progress into something different, it'll be there. But for right now, this is this is perfect. Fucking Dave. You don't like these? Come on. I'm sorry. Does she have some? You know what's wild, though? He's actually at the store with a friend of his shopping for this sex doll. That's his wife. Right? And guess his friends is a, is a girl, you guys. Kind of makes you wonder, have they dated? Could they date? You know, I would love to ask Dave Cat a question. Okay, so if he dated your friend, quote unquote, right, your friend, would that be an upgrade or a downgrade to your sex doll situation? Wait, you're married to her. So you would have to get a divorce first or I don't know. So many questions. How does that work? She likes the office style. Oh, come on, the fuchsia or purple. This. You find a jacket to go with that? Yeah. There you go. You don't want to like buy a whole bunch of stuff that she's already got. Oh, she can't take it yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I am definitely excited about getting those clothes back. I think Monty and I managed to find some good stuff for him. Hey, sweetie. I got a lot of stuff for you. You will be impressed. She's gonna love them, I think. It, it's gonna be a new look yet, the same look, but I think she's really gonna approve of them. This, it's a shirt cardigan thing. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think I could do something like that. Like, you know what I mean? I can understand like, okay, so you have a sex doll, you're fucking your sex doll, cool. This guy's taking it to a whole different level, you guys. He's like, will you marry me? Like, can we see the proposal? Is there video footage of that? Like, how does that work around your family if you're married to a sex doll? Is he actually married or does it just say that he married a sex doll? I don't know. So many questions. Thing that just goes over you. Our glasses. Let's see how they look on you. They're transparent. I figured they can go with that choker that you've got that's also transparent. It's normal for children to have a rich fantasy life, including imaginary friends. But when it continues into adult life, that's when there is a problem. That's all you get. So there you go. And you're welcome. You're welcome, he says. My name's Dave Cat, and uh, I can't live without my real doll, Shidore. His his real sex doll. What what did he say? I can't live with his without his doll suit, Shikori or some shit. Oh my! I don't know. Is there a problem with this though? I kind of feel like if you have a sex doll that you're marrying or you're married to, or you're in a relationship with, I mean, does that doesn't that say that you've kind of given up on life though? I would imagine. What do you guys think? I don't honestly think there'd be uh, anything that an organic lass could actually do to, like, draw me away from her. A psychologist is going to stop around to assess my life with Shidore. But I've always my life been with Shidore. With what a so-called professional would think of my lifestyle. This would be Shidore. Shidore. Dave, some people... Dude, this guy's, like, really professional about it. He's like, Shidore. Like, I don't know. That's wild, man. Like, 
How did he come up with that name? Like, shouldn't she already have a name or some shit? He's immersed himself in this uh, this fantasy world. That's what happened, right? People would say that Chichon is is a distraction. It, it kind of derails you from um, seeking um, an organic partner. Yeah. I mean, I would be fascinated to learn why, you know, I can't seem to find like an organic partner that's good for me. But will that change my relationship with Shishan? Not entirely sure. Probably not. Shishan. Does this relationship provide security, a, a, a sense of comfort for you? Because I notice even in our conversations now, you're holding hands, you're, there, there, there appears to be some degree of comfort there. Yes. Definitely. Explain that to me. After a long day of work. All right. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a break. I can. Right. When we return, we're going to go and finish this uh, Dave Cat debacle with the sex doll Shidori. And uh, apparently they're married to me. I don't know. That's what the title says. All right, so we are back. We're live, right? We're live on the Twitch, Meet Me, the uh, YouTube even, right? The usual suspects. So we are watching a man that's married to a sex doll. His name is Dave Cat. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and continue that. And uh, not going to lie, man, it's kind of fucking weird. A little bit. All right, let's go to hit play work or just interacting out and about it's just I just don't want to have to interact with other people's inconsistencies really one of the core definitions of addiction is engaging in a particular behavior or taking a particular substance to relieve pain what's the pain here uh, the pain I would have to say would be loneliness really 
I've been in relationships before, and uh, they weren't true relationships, they were all affairs. I'm the sort of person that gets easily discouraged. So it's like after a while, it's just like, okay, you know what? I don't think I'm getting anywhere with this and I'm wasting time and energy, so I need to find another route. When I meet new people, I don't really go out you know, of my I'm way to say, well, my partner, your sweetheart, a class ring, that's work or just interacting out. Yeah, I'm not hate on what he's saying. Um, everybody gets lonely, but I mean, come on, man. Like, how lonely do you have to be to get to the point where you're just like, yep, I'm dating a sex doll, you guys. And about, it's just, I just don't want to have to interact with other people's inconsistencies, really. One of the core definitions of addiction is engaging in a particular behavior or taking a particular substance to relieve pain. What's the pain here? Uh, the pain, I would have to say, would be loneliness, really. I've been in relationships before, and uh, they weren't true relationships, they were all affairs. I'm the sort of person that gets easily discouraged, so it's like after a while, it's just like, okay, you know what, I don't think I'm getting anywhere with this, and I'm wasting time and energy, so I need to find another route. When I meet new people, I don't really go out of my way to say, well, my partner is a doll. The bottom line is that, that Dave Cat is, is pretty intimidated and, and frightened of, of pursuing an intimate relationship with a real person. Is there a part? I think everybody is to an extent, though. You know? Like, being in a relationship with somebody and pursuing, like, new ventures and fucking trying to find that person out there for you. It is probably the most terrifying thing probably anybody can do. You know what? And just kind of just put it into perspective. I think it's even tougher than going after your career choices. So it's pretty rough, man. Are you that thinks this is peculiar? I just think it's a matter of time before people are, more people are choosing the synthetic option. I don't know if I agree with him on that one. So we got Dave Cat that's married to a sex doll watching a video on YouTube. This guy says it's a matter of time before, you know, us as human beings, as humanity, I guess he evolves in such a way. I mean, would you call it evolution to where you choose synthetics over humans as companionship? Well, to me, we, we kind of are getting to that point to where, you know, AI is becoming more and more of a thing. Um, robotics are progressing in such a way that, I mean, it's, it's kind of like, uh, it's unimaginable some of the things that they can do. Um, and then you're talking about these sex dolls, right? I mean, it's, it's going to eventually intersect to where AI and synthetics, you know, intersect each other in a way that... You do have that um, that AI, you know, aspect, you know, inside of the sex doll, I guess, synthetics. And then I guess the line between reality and uh, make-believe just kind of blurs, you know? <laughs> I don't know. It could be a thing, you guys. I don't know. Are you still lonely? No. I'm actually quite happy.
So is it is it a, uh, a deep s sense of fulfillment with regard to not being lonely, or is is this a distraction from being lonely? It's uh, a valid point. He could be. I mean, if you ask me, though, right? Which nobody did, but you know, we're just kind of giving commentary on this video. You know, this guy claims not to be lonely with his sex doll, but I mean, come on. In all reality, I mean, us as human beings, you know, as people, we need human interaction. I mean, call me crazy, but I don't think a sex doll, I don't think a synthetic, I don't think that's going to be enough to do it. You know, at the very least, I mean, you know, you, you need... Some type of interaction with something that's real, like a puppy. Like, don't get it all crazy and twisted. I was talking about anything sexual. But, you know, they do call it man's best friend for a reason, you know. Dogs, you know, they, um, they do... Dogs do uh, provide excellent companionship. I know we're talking about sex dolls, but that's not where I'm getting at when it comes to the animals. Like, no. You know, if you're lonely, if you want some companionship, definitely get a puppy, you know. They do provide some good company. But I'm not, no means am I sitting here endorsing dating your dog or anything. That's fucking weird. But if the, you know, the alternative is, you know. Dating a sex doll, getting married with one because you're fucking lonely. Definitely get yourself a puppy before you get to that point where you're just like, you're going to that point in no return. I mean, could you imagine like you're dating a fucking sex doll just because you're lonely? Oh, man, I don't know. I, I know I couldn't do that. It's fucking wild. Under a bridge with a needle in his arm. Um, but that's not the type of pain relief that he has sought. He has sought this type of fantasized relationship. Let's say you, if you went on vacation when you came back, would you talk to her about the vacation? Yeah. Would you share pictures? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, let's sit down and look at pics, you know. But, you know, it's, that's, I think, a natural thing that any couple would do. Dave, she can't see. Yeah. And she can't hear. Yes. It makes you feel good to do that. Dave's like, shut the fuck up. I do realize he's saying smart. Like, you don't have to be an asshole about this. <laughs> I know she's not real, bro. She's real to me, damn it. And, and it's fulfilling for you. Exactly. And it doesn't hurt anyone. Exactly. So knock yourself out. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I get it. The doctor's saying that it doesn't necessarily hurt anybody. Um... I mean, if we're being real here, though, I think in a way it does hurt him, though. I mean, it does definitely hinder the ability to take it to another level. Because I don't think, uh, I think he's kind of shown that he's not at that point where he's, like, ready to have him around other people. You know, that doll. Not ready to take her, take her out in public, right, so to speak. Being around family, you know, different interactions and such. I mean, you're, if you're Dave Cat, definitely seems like you're limiting yourself to just kind of like uh, 
your own dwelling, you know, your own kind of like keep it at home type of shit. Let's not get crazy with it. I think the biggest danger is that uh, it, it may ultimately provide a sense of false security. It will become more difficult eventually to have a relationship with a real person. At this point in time, I think I would say that I am a happy and fulfilled individual because I've got a good job. You know, I could see that, though. I could see how it can hinder the ability for him to have um, relationships in the future with uh, with actual women. This would be like Shinoda, right? She never gave me lip. Shinoda didn't do this. Shinoda didn't do... Bitch, Shinoda wasn't fucking real. I've got a good wife, and that's making me ecstatic, actually. <laughs> All right, so it says that Dave Cat is still convinced that his relationship with Sidori is the right one for him. If you don't know who Sidori is, uh, we're watching a YouTube video where a man married a sex doll. And uh, <laughs> that's basically who that is. Yeah, Sidori is his, uh, his wife. That's not real. So it says within hours of meeting with the psychologist, he placed an order for a second doll. Well, isn't that something? Okay. All right, let's go uh, Let's go down a rabbit hole some more. And all we did, though, you guys, all we did was go on to YouTube and typed in sex doll dating. So we're just kind of going down the, uh, the rabbit hole. I'm trying to see if there's any more videos kind of similar to the one that we watched. This is uh, this is a very interesting topic, though, in my opinion. Just because, you know what, there is a lot of lonely people out there. And it's not really too far-fetched to kind of, like, see the big picture for what it is. Like, uh, like if you didn't see this coming, a world full of, uh, of guys out there spending money on some fake companionship with these dolls, then... I don't know what to tell you. All right. Uh, <clears throat> it's kind of taking a minute to find you something. Not going to lie, though. There are some... <laughs> there are some uh, pornographic images on the, uh, some of these videos. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go down to rabbit hole anymore that way. Let's just go and click on the first video going to be your perspective that really brings the personality to the doll for me these girls is way more than just sexual now you're taking on the responsibility of taking care of a piece of you how's it going companionship it's a beautiful thing. It can result in endless benefits on the well-being. It can help you not just focus on yourself, but potentially even learn to become a better person. To get the full value of joy, you must have someone to divide it with. You don't need someone to complete you. You only need someone to accept you completely. All right, so we found another video. Um, it's from Vice. I kind of like Vice and their videos. I feel like they're really uh, kind of just well-made overall. I fell in love with a sex doll. That's what this video is called. Lee, Lee. 
I want to be your favorite hello and your hardest goodbye. You could say that again. So, why continue alone? Why keep pushing forward in this dark, endless abyss of life on my own? I'm not going to do it. I'm going to find a companion. Companionship. Here I come. So on this episode, I will be bonding with a sex doll. In order to form a bond with a sex doll, I'm heading to a sex doll factory. I'm gonna meet with a man by the name of Rick. But first I'm gonna stop by a party supply store to grab a disguise to uh, help <laughs> protect Rick's identity. Ah, that's funny. All right. Hey, Taji. Hey, Rick. How's it going? Good. Very nice to meet you. So nice to meet you. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, thanks, I man. I really appreciate it. Whoa, oh, wow, look at see that. See, already some vaginas. Yeah, That's vaginas are normal course of business. Totally. So we have a couple models on display today. It's really a different stroke for guys. different folks okay. kind of thing when it comes to sex dolls. I guess the first lady I'd like to introduce you to is Jessica. So Jessica here is modeled. Oh, wow. That's wild, man. This is, uh, this is something. To have nice large breasts. Yeah, they almost feel like, almost <laughs> like jello. <laughs> yeah, almost like jello. Do you like jello? I love jello. Me too. Yeah. Wow. So next here we have Tori. I don't understand though. This guy's uh, clearly ashamed of making money by way of sex dolls. I mean, if you're in a business though, like, would you really be upset if your face is shown? I mean, it's kind of like what you do though. It pays your bills. Like if something's paying your bills, why would you be ashamed? Just my two cents on that. So Tori here will have a mouth and that can be used to receive a penis. <laughs> oh yeah. Nikki is actually a robot. Does she move? So what you're able to do with her is basically have some verbal communication. Do you have any questions? Would you like to form a bond with me? I don't care. <laughs> she doesn't care. That's funny. Nikki's kind of and a does bitch. does the dick come off or it's like Dude, this guy's grabbing that cock like there's Whoa. no tomorrow. Oh, it's shit. A pound of dick right there. So this is one pound. Does it double as a woman as well if you take this out or not really? It doesn't. But what we can do is we can take one of these female dolls and put a dick on them. Wow. So this is what's called a removable vagina. Wow. Ain't that got something. It. Yeah, sorry. I got a little sidetracked on the removable vagina. But uh, yeah, sorry, just more about my mission. It's kind of just to further understand just how one can like actually bond with one of these. So when it comes to sex dolls and... Dude, look at this guy. This is interesting. Well, this guy's really like uh, incognito about his business. Obviously, he's making plenty of money. I mean, these sex dolls are fucking expensive, you guys. I mean, we gave you some numbers earlier. He hadn't said anything yet, but uh, I'm pretty sure they're expensive. You know, hardware over there. And the bond that you're going to try and form with the doll, it's all going to come down to you. 
because what you're gonna find with the dolls is they have a persona, they have a face, uh, some of them will talk, but it's going to be your perspective that really brings the personality to the doll. These dolls were clearly much more about companionship than I had originally imagined, but now it was time to put it all to the test. Rick thought that Monique would be a great Whoa. match for me, and in order to maximize my chances of forming a bond with her, he allowed me to customize her to my liking. Rick then put all my supplies into a bag and sent me on my way. Are you sure you don't want to lube for the road, just in case? Uh, maybe next time. Lube would not be necessary for the mission I was on. Now bonding, that was a whole different story. Wow. Getting What's close to the lifeless here? object was going to prove harder than Rick had made out to see. Did a free sex doll? Is that what happened? How's it going, Monique? I'm not gonna lie, I think I will take a free one. Why not? So I don't know if I told you, Monique, but I'm on this mission, basically, to become a better man. So, you know, I'm hoping we can hit it off and uh, connect, and in the end, perhaps become a better person. So Monique was not much of a talker. I guess I should have figured that with this sort of relationship. She naked? Learning to love Monique was one thing, but her inability to walk was she the biggest be. issue in our relationship so far. Wow, that's gotta be something. Fuck. Fuck. So far, off. this has been uh, proving to be quite difficult. She's extremely heavy, like and uh, I don't see this bonding really working yet. Fuck. Oh, wow. There goes the hair again. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> Some lady's taking a picture. Oh no. Well, there you who go. was I kidding? I didn't know how to love this woman. Shit, what's wrong I with clearly fingers? didn't know the first thing about companionship. Yikes. At this point, her I needed a teacher. A doll companionship mentor ah, who could help me fall ah. from the meat. Johnny Tiger is a fully blind, partially deaf, martial artist, teacher, musician, and okay. avid sex doll collector. Oh, Hopefully he could teach me a thing collector. or two about how to connect with me. Sorry, Johnny. Hi. Hi, I'm Taji. How are you? So nice to meet you, Johnny. Nice to meet you. Thank you Johnny so much Tiger. for having me today. Everybody. Johnny Tiger. Then they show a cat just casually licking itself. That's weird. So this is your bedroom right here, bedroom. Johnny? It's almost like a museum in here. Yeah, and also it's just like in my man cave. <laughs> Society, basically. Wow, that's, ain't that something? Okay. They view me as a martial art teacher, but society is not usually ready to associate that with a more sexual or intimate side of things. So yes, um, maybe could we meet the... Dude, it's just like right off the bat, you can see he's got at least two sex dolls. One on the right, one on the left over here. So if he's blind, though, how does he know what to put on these dolls? Or does it matter? Like, why wouldn't it be naked? I don't know. Um, dolls? This Who's is Stephanie. These dolls? So this is Stephanie right here? Yeah. Maybe I, I should, like uh, one of like the, the breasts has come, um, there we go. For me, these girls, <laughs> it's way more than just sexual. They okay. are more like a, a Well, the hair's a little off, right? I mean, we can just kind of see it right there. The hair's a little... 
You kind of see where the blind effect comes into into play there. I mean, yeah. The hair's a little misplaced, I would say, for sure. These girls, it's way more than just sexual. They are more like an extension of my more uh, maybe feminine side of my personality. What sort of feeling would you say that Stephanie um, evokes from you if you had to, I guess, just put it into words? Like when you look at her, like what goes through your mind? It's not exactly arousal. It's more like uh, friendship. If Stephanie was a real person, she would be that person that I can work out with and uh, maybe spot. This guy's clearly full of shit. I mean, come on. So you mean to tell me Johnny Tiger guy? Like you haven't fucked the shit out of these sex dolls? I mean, come on. That, uh, call bullshit on that one. Come on. Art with the martial art. And yeah, she's in phenomenal shape. She's it was clear that Johnny shape. had formed a real she's bond a with Stephanie, sex doll, and that bro. unique connection was distributed in equal. Oh wow! There's like a police one, and then there's like another one. It kind of looks like she might be Russian. Ain't that something? This is interesting. Portions to all of his doll ensemble. Nadia is a dude. I'm not gonna lie though. Nadia looks pretty cute. Not gonna lie. Some big titties, big old thighs. Right? That person who I would imagine going out for fine dining with, with Sarah, my uh, kind of feeling, she's that person that I can feel comfortable talking to. Dude, this guy already has like, it looks like he has about four of those fucking dolls, man. That's a lot. Jeez. They're not cheap, you guys. I mean, as, as we were talking about earlier, they're... They're kind of like $1,700 and above. About gaming. This one is uh, named after my girlfriend, Desi. She and the one beside her, that's OC. Okay, shut the fuck up. This guy said he has a girlfriend. All right. I don't, I mean, I don't understand. If you got a girlfriend, like, how does this sex doll come into play? Mm, call it bullshit on that one. I don't think you could have a girlfriend if you have some sex dolls. Like, let alone, like, sex doll. Like, we're talking plural, man. Like, he has, like, eight of them. Senior, they are less realistic, but... I mean, you might get away a, a with one sex doll. Definitely not, like, six. I mean, come on, that's, that's way too many. A girl, like, how are you going to explain that shit to a woman? Like, seriously. Motherfucker needs options, right? Is that what you're going to tell her? Motherfucker needs options. <laughs> but they are phenomenal for cuddling. He says they're phenomenal for cuddling. So this is a thread you created on a like sex doll forum. Johnny has taken his passion for dolls online, where he I posts incredibly cuddling. detailed reviews about them. The other selections I made on Holly was as followed. Standing feet, mouth with tongue, fixed vagina, hollow breasts, shrugging shoulders. It struck me how open and forthcoming Johnny was in his reviews. I'm a BBW man. Um, what is BBW? A big beautiful woman. Big beautiful woman man. So you're a, yeah, you're a BBW kind of guy. But he didn't pull any punches if the dolls did not meet his standards. I almost went with the recommendation until I saw the doll's weirdly tiny shoe size. The feet were like three inches. It was certainly inspiring to see a man so wholeheartedly committed to something. 
Stay tuned for more to come! Explanation mark. I like how you chose to spell <laughs> come in this instance. <laughs> so is this your studio over here? Right in here, right in here. This is awesome. where all the serious stuff Sorry. take place. For me, especially as a blind person, I'm confident walking out there and if anyone was to get in my face and Dude, this is so weird. Start raising their voice. I'm not scared because I know if it come down to it, I can handle myself. Should I be worried right now? Is this gonna get intense? Dude, is this guy just get his asshole by a blind guy? I think he did. Did I put up an alright fight or not really? Not really. Wow, this this blind dude's really taking it to him. Like he's not holding back <laughs> like at all. Uncle! Getting cornered by me is a bad idea. This is like the weirdest fucking thing I think I've seen in a long time. I mean, let alone this sex doll action. Like, there's a blind guy kicking the shit out of this dude on vice. Like, what is going on? This is something. <laughs> you hand over the girl. As a blind person, as a partially deaf person, there are a lot of things that I can't do, but there are a lot. This guy's saying that he's got a lot of stuff going against him, but he's still whooping that ass. That's kind of interesting. A lot of things that I actually can do, and the only thing that's stopping me would be me. If I say I can't, I think of martial art and... You know, he says he's blind, but it kind of looks like he doesn't have any eyeballs. I think there's a difference, right? Between <clears throat> like normal blindness and like literally not having any eyeballs. There's got to be a difference. My dolls as both a means to an end, a means to independent, a means to self uh, expression and a means to freedom. I am just a simple kind of guy. Right, we're definitely gonna take a break again. This, this stuff is running right through me, you guys. Like, I'm not even joking.
All right, so we're back. We're live here on the Twitch, YouTube. Uh, we are watching the continuation videos of people that love sex dolls. <laughs> I don't know how we uh, travel down this rabbit hole, but, you know, sometimes you just kind of pick the topics and uh, go from there. All right, let's go ahead and play the video. Um, I think it's kind of interesting. Like I don't, I don't really understand it, but you know, it's it's kind of cool to, uh, whenever you can come across some shit like this, and then uh, kind of open your eyes to what's happening in the world, so to speak, right? All right, here we go. I'm inferior to no one, and no one can tell me otherwise. Do you have any advice for me as I kind of try, you know, to fully? bond with a doll. I think when when you try a doll, just like going out on your first date, don't try too hard to think about how to establish a connection or bond. Just have fun. Get into it with an open mind and remember that these ladies, they cannot speak for themselves, they cannot defend themselves, they cannot take care of themselves. So think of it as now you're taking on the responsibility of taking care of a piece of you that you really want to have uh, some good memory well, with. Well, this guy's really serious about this whole sex doll thing. As my time with Johnny came to a close, I was filled with a new outlook on companionship. Maybe I was looking at this whole relationship thing the wrong way. Monique is not a human, and I shouldn't expect her to be like one. Monique is totally unique, just as every person and doll on this planet is. This guy said Monique is totally unique, just like every everybody on this planet is. <laughs> After feeling finally okay with all of this, we headed to the park for our first ever date. Sure, some people thought we were weird, but there were also people who found Monique as beautiful. That is fucking wild, man. He takes her out to um, a park and sits her down on a bench and her fucking hair flops. <laughs> beautiful as I did. You are beautiful. She says thank you. Adorable. And one person even asked if she could interview us. Is that okay? Does that, that sound good? Okay. Yeah. What do you need the most right now? Um, I would say I need companionship the most right now, and that's kind of what I've found in Monique. It took a little while to become acquainted, but we're uh, pretty happy right now. Right, Monique? Yeah. You know, just to kind of like add something to this. This definitely isn't like the weirdest thing I've ever come across or probably it probably won't be, you know, I definitely don't think that having a sex doll is the weirdest thing that you can possibly do in your fucking life. But, um, just like everything else though, I feel like there's levels, you know, if that's your solution to companionship with a female or a male, I don't know, man. I kind of feel like you've given up on life. 
But I mean, I can see some positives to it for sure. Because, you know, because a lot of us, uh, sometimes we get out of relationships. We're not ready to date again yet. Or we've been we've been out the game for a while. You might need kind of like a pink me up. But if your solution, though, is to go full blown in the paint with uh, with dating a sex doll. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Might be something wrong there. Well, you know what? Oh, God damn it. Shit. I am just a friend who's here to say You're inferior to no one, so don't let them tell you that you Companionship never comes easy. It takes time and care to really connect with someone. Uh oh. And if Monique has taught me anything, it's that companionship is really about appreciating someone for who they are, not what you want them to be. So thank you, Monique, for helping me get one step closer there you go. to becoming a better man. Dude, that's fucking wild. <laughs> All right, so there's that. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? We get some more videos we wanted to watch, uh, so let's go ahead and do that. Um, just kind of going down the list right now. This one kind of seems interesting. This is kind of like a list that came up with last week, I believe, before Christmas. All right, so wrestling hotlines used to be a big thing back in the uh, back in the day, right? We'll just go back in the day. We're just gonna go down the list here. Uh, I, I don't know why I felt like this could be interesting. <laughs> just kind of thought of it one day. Here we go. Here's one. Get the inside scene. From being teen. And missing. All the biggest names in wrestling on the WCW Hotline. Like me, from the locker room. To the boardroom, it's all on the WCW Hotline. Do some name calling and a lot of other fun stuff, too. Call right now, the WCW Hotline. 1-900-909-9900. Did you guys ever watch wrestling and, like, kind of wonder about these, uh, these hotlines? As a kid, I always thought, like, that would be cool talking to The Undertaker or talking to this wrestler or that wrestler. Never actually got a chance to call any of them. Just kind of go down the list here. Um, $5 wrestling hotline now. What is this? $5? Yikes. Hey, you looking for the scoops? You want to hear what's going on in the world of $5 wrestling? You want to know all the action, all the things that are happening? What exactly is $5 wrestling? Please do explain. I'm interested. You want to know how Pork Chop Cash Jr. got so jacked? Well, Who the get fuck on is your that? phone, get your mother's credit card, and dial now. 1 900 505 5500. 
Actually, please don't call that number. We don't really own it. It's just kind of a thing we're doing. Hey, come on. Go with it. All right. It's give, $5 dollars a minute. Give the $5 wrestling <laughs> hotline a call. $5. We'll find out what world champion might be here. What guy bought a title and is now a world champion? Who's wearing camo? Well, that's clearly not real. All right. There you go. He called me Gene. Okay. This one looks interesting. Well, hotline fans, I have go. got a hotline rumor for you. What is it? Spring is in the air, and apparently so is love. And this particular love affair, I can't say anything about on television. Folks, there is a new WCW champion, that belt having changed hands overseas. Attention hotline fans, I'll have the report on this new belt holder in World Championship Wrestling. Okay, well that sounded kind of weird. Let's see if we can rewind it. Maybe it sounds better. Uh, on this new belt holder nope, in World Championship Wrestling all night long during my exclusive hotline report right on the hotline fans tonight unveils the secret vision but fans alright let's go and uh, maybe I like fucked it up let's go well, hotline it fans I have got a hotline rumor for you <sighs> I don't know why it's not working out hey gang have you heard the latest hey all right, let's try something else here. Sometimes the shit fucks up. I haven't actually had it fuck up ever. So let's go and uh, refresh it and then see what happens. Okay. So I'm just kind of working my behind-the-scenes magic over here. Just give me a minute. All right, let's try it again. Humanoids, wake up. It's the brain on the... Hey, gang, have you heard the latest? Hey, humanoids. Like, can you guys hear the same shit I'm hearing? <laughs> All right, so what I'm going to do is uh, take that off, and then we're going to... We're going to reposition it, so. Apparently we're having some technical difficulties right now. Apologize, you guys. Fucking amateur hour, apparently. Oh, there we go. We got to hit refresh. Maybe that works better. Does it work better? I don't know. Do you? Okay, let's try it again. No, it doesn't. It does not. <sighs> All right, so we're going to have to we're gonna have to try something else. I just love having a troubleshoot shit on the fly. It's so awesome. Yay. Thanks for not working. Yay. All right. Um, let me try taking this off and then. Uh, 
putting it back on. That might work. I don't think I've had I've ever had this happen before, so this is new. All right. So you're gonna do is just uh, go and try it again. Hopefully it works. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Let's try it again. Nope, it's not working on my end. I'm not sure what the issue is. I guess I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to close the window. And... Uh, let me just try clicking on anything. See if it works. Um, I just got here. Busy day. Have I missed your? Yeah, it doesn't work. I don't know. <sighs> I guess I fucked it up. I don't know what I did. I'm sure you've at least heard by now that. Not really sure. Um, let's see here. We're pretty much at the three hour mark, so we'll probably just go ahead and just shut it off. Um, nothing else, we'll start another stream and then go from there. I don't think I've had that issue before. So definitely is something new for sure.